Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. He's here, everybody. The great announcer is here. Don't eat my soup. What, are you talking Spoonie Shears? We're talking about prostitution. Shut up, Elliot. I'm murdering. Know yourself. I'm the Tom Hanks of podcasting. I'm here now. Jimmy's here. On tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. 
Hello, everybody, indeed. Yes, welcome. Oh, I'm coming in hot. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, welcome, in, uh, indeed. Welcome to the program, episode 2413 of Never Not Funny. I'm your host, Jimmy Pardo. Joined, as I always am, with, uh, by my co-host, Matt Belknap. Hello. Hi, Matt. Uh, behind me, uh, Mission Control, that's, uh, that's Video Village, uh-huh. is what we call it. Uh, that is Elliot Hochberg. Hello. I'm going to start calling it Video Village, I've just decided. Well, I love, love it. I, I like it, too. He's behind Because Mission Control stinks. And then we could call him the villager. <laughs> <laughs> or the village idiot. <laughs> yeah, even better. He's the Video Village idiot. Uh, Got it. Oh, VVI, right. baby. That's you. <laughs> VVI. Okay. VVI. No, no. V- v- spell v- it all out. Don't put the initials. You know, I, don't know, I, you know, I don't know if I have two Vs. I like, you know, go VV, idiot. Okay. I have some extras at home. I'll get you one. <laughs> Make sure that idiot is spelled. Out. I don't want you wasting those eyes up on video or village. Oh boy. Uh, and then over there at the Pop Culture Museum, that's sponsored by dogbile.com. That is Garen Cockrell. Now, if you're listening to our show for the first time, because maybe you're excited about uh, seeing one of these famous people that were at uh, Parkastathon 2019, mm-hmm. um, we're a free flowing show. We usually just kind of uh, talk about our lives, we ramble a little bit. But uh, this one here, we're going to be giving you. I don't want to use the word highlights. I don't want to use the word best of. I don't want to use any of those. These are, uh, uh, we had an embarrassment of riches on this past podcast-a-thon. We All podcast-a-thons. Uh But this one particularly was... Um and if you're truly new, then we should explain what Parkastathon is. You it's, do that right now. It's a, our annual uh, live stream charity event that we do uh, to support Smile Train. And uh, what it is, is it's a 12-hour comedy show with 30 or more guests coming through every 20 minutes or so. Uh, we just try to entertain people and, and uh, have a good time. But it is raising money for Smile Train with donations and auctions. Um, and Smile Train is a great charity that uh, performs uh, cleft lip and cleft palate surgeries in third world countries uh, for kids and and even some adults who can't otherwise afford it. And uh, $250 can change someone's life. And uh, so that's what we've chosen to uh, to put our efforts towards the last 10 years. This was our 10th one. And um, and we raised, uh, I think uh, when the dust settled, it was like over $150,000. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if we have an exact count right now. But uh, but yeah, it was like one fifty five on the night, I think. Yeah, they're and they're saying it'll be over two hundred thousand uh, by the uh, uh, that we're going to top last year's. Yeah, because one of the things we do is we we sell the package. Uh, you can you can buy a downloadable package version of this show that has video files and audio files in it uh, for twenty nine ninety nine. You can get that and then watch it or listen to it at your leisure, just like any other podcast. Uh, it, there's their feeds that you can subscribe to once you purchase it, and that is at nevernotfunny.com. Just create an account, log in, and uh, and you'll see it there, right there on the premium page. There'll be links for that. And we have great people on this particular show. Now, you're going to be hearing clips from Conan O'Brien. Yep. Mm-hmm. He hosts a, uh, I guess he also has a podcast. Yeah, he's another podcaster like us. Mm-hmm. A little newer to the game. You might not have heard of him yet. Right. Okay. So, he's got a new podcast, and he's yeah. promoting it on our show. Yeah. Uh, the very funny Jen Kirkman. Yep. Uh, the very funny uh, character actor, Andy Daly. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, legendary comedian Paula Poundstone. So you'll be hearing clips from them. Yeah. But we also had uh, who else? Colin Hay from Men at Work stop by and did yes, a song. He did. Taylor Goldsmith from Dawes came by, did three songs. Yep. Uh, very funny people like uh, Greg Barrett came by. John Hamm was there. Very handsome, very funny John Hamm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darcy Carton from... Uh, the Good Place. The Good yep. Place came mm-hmm. by. And, and Barry. stuff, yeah. Yeah, she's in a lot of stuff. And she's in everything. Barry. Uh, boy, I'm uh, John Ross Bowie and Cedric Garbrough, both from Speechless. Yes. Uh, comedian Paul F. Tompkins. Yeah. A contemporary legend. Mm-hmm. And who else? Yeah, it was 30-something. 30, well, 30 30 yeah. My son, Oliver. He was there. That's true. Stops by. Steals the show. Mm-hmm. You could actually probably. Made me feel real good about myself. <laughs> Proud as a father. Yeah. How much heavy lifting I got to do. This kid says three words. Gets a bigger laugh than anything I said all week. Proud father. 
bitter, resentful performer. That's right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the, ah, you yeah. can actually look through our social media feeds on Facebook yeah. or Twitter to see photos from the show and you can probably figure out all the different people who were there. It was really fun, great time and, uh, and great success in terms of fundraising. So we're really happy about it. Let's show them the challenge coin. Cause that's another thing. If you, if you want to donate to smile train through our site, uh, just go to nevernotfunny.com and you'll see a link to donate. But if you donate $69 or more, you get this limited edition, uh, challenge coin that's uh, that has the park castathon 19 logo on one side and the smile train logo on the other side and it's very cool very hefty we were playing a game at the, on the show you hear that that's the weight of it right there hey you know how you sometimes you, you put you put it like a quarter like this and you flick it to spin it yeah try that okay that's gonna hurt yeah yeah i did it before it hurt, I, I, it hurt my I, finger i didn't even think of that until you said it and then i kind of you ruined I, my I, gag I, man i wanted him to to injure his finger <laughs> Like I, I like it hurt my my fingernail. Before. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Yeah. Do you guys want to hear the text I got from my mom during the show? I do. Okay. This is Garen Cocker. Uh, <clears throat> uh, she said, "Wish you guys the best fundraiser podcast yet." This was when Constant Zimmer was on. Oh yeah, Constant Zimmer from Unreal was on the show. Yeah, and I just I told her, "Well, Constant Zimmer was just on." She just yells out, "Nice!" Tell the team hello. Hello. Oh, hello. Mm-hmm. Hello, mom. Uh, then she just said, "Bean pie." <laughs> omg conan for crying laughing emojis i'll bid on your bolo tie <laughs> omg paula poundstone is hilarious just bought four t-shirts nice wow oh yeah we had a thing swag. during the run of the 12 hours if you bought something uh from our swag uh, from podswag.com in our collection you it was 30 percent of it would go to smile train i asked her what shirts what she, she buy? Said, she buy four uh, lazy queens? The only ones that had your picks on it. I think they were Xmas. Oh yeah, oh, so those red Christmas shirts. Holding the, uh, Christmas the globe. Yeah. She bought four of those. Wow, that sounds like that sounds like the right thing for a mom to buy. I think that's that's yeah. that's, that's a bullseye. She's proud of her son. Her son's yes. got her. His face is on a T-shirt. Sure, nice. and then and it's Christmas too, so it's a it's a double happy. It's not Christmas it's a phrase now. That people you say. know that, right? <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying that in my mind, the way a mom would be, mm-hmm. that that's what you do. All right. Well, and is there more to that? That's it. Just that, that that's it. it. Uh, that's very quickly. Uh, just uh, for those that haven't, you'll hear it at the end of the, uh, if you buy it, the entire 12 hour download. Uh, I'd like to thank all of our guests for uh, coming by, taking time out of the day. I'd like to thank everybody, as I say, on a regular basis. Uh, while we get all the accolades of, hey, great job. Good for you guys. We're, you know, and, and certainly we work hard. We put a show together. Uh, it would not be the success it, was, success it was if it was not for the people that are donating the money. So yeah, about we, that. We say we raised over $200,000. It's like, I did not write a check for $200,000. Nope, right. So uh, thank you to your to the fans. Thank we, you uh, to yeah. the Never Not Funny. Amazing And fans. as I've said over and over and over again, the best fans in podcast. I wrote Matt an email, actually, and uh, I will not divulge all of that, but it was... Uh, you know, you know, we may not have the numbers of a Mark Marin or a Adam Carolla or a Joe Rogan, but I guarantee that our fans are better. I guarantee <laughs> that we have a, 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 a at the core, a better group of human being that listens to any other podcast there. I've said it. Yeah. Our fans, good are, people. our fans are the best. They and, are. And then, you know, uh, as long as we're thanking people. 
Elliot does a, a ridiculous amount of work every year for this. It's a Herculean task to pull off on a technical level, and he does ninety percent of that stuff. Uh, crazy just business, getting it ready to to live stream and record, and finds time to go to Home Depot to buy clamps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I, and set design. Like he he like figured out like we we wanted to sort of spruce up the look of the stage this year and so he like figured it got picture frames to put the old park on logos and frames sure. and I, I, I got the frames yeah actually, oh, jimmy, jimmy bought the frames i suggested I frames mm-hmm. yeah. jimmy but, but, executed sir, the suggestion i got the frames. i apologize yeah. and so elliot deserves a ton of credit for pulling this thing off every year and Thank uh you. and rich tackenberg oh, our, yeah. our fourth executive producer i hired rich <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and, Je- and jeff frickman helped a lot uh, jeff frickman on sound um Frickman's but let's not yeah. let's not brush aside uh rich because rich oh, no, of course not. I mean, Rich is is like he's stage managing that night, but just for the weeks and months leading up to it, he, I, you know, I, I've sort of we, we've you know given him a, a role where we can sort of not be as stressed out and, and put some of the logistical stuff onto his shoulders, and he did an amazing job. Yeah, super effective. Yeah. So uh, thank you, Rich, and thank and, you, Rich, and, thank and all the volunteers. Everybody who helps out every right. year is, yeah. is incredible. Yeah, we have great volunteers this year. Great volunteers. <laughs> Why is, it, why is he sound it's, sarcastic? It does sound sarcastic. I'm not trying to be sarcastic. You should work on that. You, you got to know. That <laughs> I, you are coming off great weird. Volunteers, I, great volunteers. Referring to something specifically. You are. Job, and I know what you're referring job. to, but it, that's even w- almost worse. The way, like, what are you doing, man? I don't know. Can we delete that part? <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't. It turns out this this doesn't do that. This machine won't do that. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I legitimately, the, the guys were great. They were. And I, oh. I was busting balls on somebody that during the show, like yelling at him because he kept like he brought uh, something that was no oh, the cup of ice to you. Oh, he Adam, the cu- Adam. Yeah, he brought a cup oh, of ice. Adam, and you were like, I don't want ice. And I yelled at him. I was like, what are you doing, Adam? And I like threw it back at him. And everything. Oh, great. You do. You should watch your back because Adam has been a Garen for the day. He was in San Francisco and, and he, he was very fun. He's very good. Oh, yeah. was he good? He was boy. He made us forget you for the day. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Adam was the guy that remember when I went to that job interview at that VR place. Yeah. He yeah. put that. He was going to put the note on the door. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, Welcome, nice. Garen. Oh, that's put right. My nickname or something. Nice. There. That was that was funny. Well, that's uh, all right. So let's let's let these people hear some funny stuff and not yep. just us uh, stroking people off. Um, <laughs> but if you want to buy the whole thing, uh, Matt will have some of this stuff in the uh, yep. in, in the break to explain more to you. But now, enjoy Conan O'Brien, Jen Kirkman. Let's say it in order. Andy, I don't know the order. It's I think it's Conan O'Brien, Paula Poundstone, and then. Andy Daly, then Jen Kirkman. I think it's the other way around. It's kind of Jen Kirkman. List the four names. <laughs> well, it's just confusing. I it's not like. confusing. People will figure it out. Yeah. People are going to go. That's not the order they said to be presented. Uh, Nobody will give a shit about that, but you. That's that's. Isn't that enough? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's enough. That's enough, Matt. It <laughs> <laughs> is enough. Uh, it's going to be in an order. We know for sure it'll go Conan and then Paula and then and then yeah either jen or andy and but enjoy them and you'll figure out which one's which i i, I now, we've already said they're the best fans are going to figure it out the, th- the problem is we never say anybody's name on barcazathon and we muffle that we disguise their voices using fbi technology so yeah i want to make sure you know oh, yeah, who's I, I forgot about that matt you're right yeah so. all right so here we go enjoy that uh, we'll see you next week our next guest folks is uh, a gentleman that i did not know uh, until about 10 years ago and i've had the pleasure of uh, not only working for him but becoming his friend and i'm thrilled that he's taking time out of his busy schedule please welcome mr conan o'brien everybody <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's t- 
talk it's about like if there was a bar mitzvah on the Titanic, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Were there Jews on the Titanic? Down. What's that? Were there Jews on the Titanic? Yes, there were Jews, yeah. I don't know course. who's coming over here. I don't know who's floating on that boat. Well, wow, you they... took this down a dark road. I... It's very nice to be here, by the way. It's lovely to see you. Good to see you. Wait, you uh, say that with some aggression that is concerning to me. Uh, I've been watching backstage. Uh, nice to see you, sir. Good to see you. You're looking well. Thank you. Uh, that's it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's all you get. Um, I was watching backstage. You have a little bit of an imperious air about you when you run this show every year, I've noticed. You're very, you're very much the, uh, you know, the cock of the walk. You know what I'm saying? My you name's know? in the title. I know. But you're very and much who like, yes, the fuck yes, are I'm... you to judge that? <laughs> Seems like you've made it all about you. And, uh... Should I strap a guitar on and talk to you? Yeah. Uh... Uh, let's go. Let's make more references they'll never understand. I don't care about them. I want you to get it. Uh, okay. All right. They Listen. know now, though, because of your podcast, because that's been referenced. Has it been referenced? The, yeah, the attacks, the, the random guitar attacks that you inflict on your staff. So. How dare you? <laughs> well, there's a Look compliment me in the in eye there. and speak to me. <laughs> I, um, this is, uh, yeah, th that is something that's true. I, as you're familiar, uh, what, what's it, could you get your eyes any wider when you look? <laughs> you're looking at me uh, with those doll's something? eyes. I, mean, uh, I was showing interest. <laughs> what the fuck do you want? <laughs> I give you what you need, I, it's wrong. If I, if I, if I shit on you, it's wrong. What, what do you want from me? <laughs> get out of my lane, O'Brien. <laughs> That's, that's really you won. Yeah. You got the talk show. Get out of fucking podcasting. You won. <laughs> don't do stand up. I'm doing that because I don't have a talk show. Get out of my fucking lane. One year from I'm now. I'm taking over this charity. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. You're staying. You stay. Yeah, he stays. Where's He's got Gorley? the hair lift. The band stays. God damn it. Come on in. You can come back for now. This is your last year. I'll take everything from you. I'll take it all. No, they're referencing the fact that I have a guitar strapped on during rehearsal. Have for many, many, many years. And it's how I, uh, it's part of my process. I like to call it my process. Because oh saying I'm a dick <laughs> doesn't have the same nice ring to it. Uh, everyone hates uh, hates my guitar. Yeah. Uh, what are you gonna do? Hey, 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 take it easy. I got some pretty good chops. <laughs> oh no, nobody's mad at your playing. Yeah. I think it's that you put it. It's a wall between you and what's happening. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sounds like I'm I, I standing there and uh, yeah, and they're bringing comedy in, and it's of varying <laughs> qualities. And uh, sometimes I'm presented with things that are horrific, and mm -hmm. I want I want something between me and the writers. That's all. I you understand that? I, of course I do. I, I've worked there for many years. Yeah. Um, I find oh, this all very judgmental, too. <laughs> people sitting here. Don't you, don't you find that a little bit? I that's, find that to be warm and embracing. Oh, that's really sweet. You've just created a divide between me and them. <laughs> I, I think you did that. <laughs> Once again, you can't Please. put this on me. Yes, I can. Um, you don't have your guitar to protect you now, Brian. <laughs> no, but I have this swiveling chair. <laughs> so you robbed a Howard Johnson's in 1972. <laughs> This is such a cheesy, this is like if Star Trek had less money in the, the 60s. Spock! Uhura! 
what is this? This is very strange, but I'm enjoying it. What do you got there? What's the drink? What's I'm enjoying beverage? a delicious Arnold Palmer. That's got half. Uh, that's got half iced tea, half lemonade, zero calories. Not a sponsor. Oh, not a sponsor. You no, just no, went no. to a lot of trouble. Yeah. Are we raising money? Are we doing, uh, this is a good cause. I'm we, proud of you. We just uh, did the 4 o'clock tour. We're at $18,663.45. Wow. That's yeah, very so cool. Yeah. I, I, too, uh, I know we're donating some stuff, but I'd also like to make a cash donation. All right. Yeah. Make that out cool. to Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> and I'll get it for right. right. people. More so, you know. Uh, talk to Caitlin backstage. Okay. I'm in the middle of a show. <laughs> Okay, I just cut it in half. <laughs> You're hurting the children, not me. Uh, please. <laughs> Are those do I get paid? Do I? How does this work? Do I get a fee? Uh, no. Okay. Yes, of course. That's one of my favorite things that Steve Martin says when he does a, a, a charity event. He comes. He says he loves to go out and to tell them that today we've raised, you know, uh, whatever, six hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Of course, minus my fee. And I was like, That's such a great. Yes. Of course, there's always someone in the crowd that believes it and thinks, "What an asshole!" <laughs> but I love that. I was just thinking about the other day when Steve Martin was on your show and he did the bit where he left the banjo in his dressing room. Yes, yeah, and that was really fun. Walked back and forth and, and took the time to do it all. Yes, we did a dueling banjo. You know, I had a guitar and yeah. he had the banjo, and we decided to do dueling banjos. So he, uh, I would do the first part, and he would get up and go all the way back to the dressing room and get his banjo and bring it out, and then go. And then bring it all the way back and put it away and then come back. And then I'd go, doon, 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 doon. And he'd stand up and go all the way back. We killed a lot of time that night. Um, how's life? How are you? Don't have that. Look at the body language. It's very much I defy you. No, I do. Uh, just relax. It's all going to be good. These are my human guitar. We, um, it is a joy to be Don't here. Don't dismiss me like that. You know I love you. You know that. I, yes. uh, we come and we joke. Mm -hmm. We say cruel things about each other and we mean them. But, <laughs> you know, deep down, there's a grudging respect. <laughs> very deep down and very grudging. <laughs> but a real love, too. And I you, sir. And I know I say that and you somehow think I'm dismissing you and I don't uh, mean that ever to be the case. What? <laughs> can I, can I, will you You're as good at showing real human affection as Charles Grodin, you know? <laughs> What's yeah, that? There was one hair. One little hair that was catching the light. Thank you. And I know you're from they television. Won't, they won't pin that murder on me now. <laughs> Damn it! I fell for it, Felna! <laughs> oh, God. Now your fingerprints are on it. Damn it. <laughs> what would it take for you to murder? Serious question. Not a lot. Or what did it take? I would, I would, um, I'm fascinated by murder, and I've always said, I'm such a fan of murder that I would love to either murder or be murdered. <laughs> either if one. I, if, yeah, either one, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. That's all I watch, your crime shows, and I'm fascinated by true life murders, and I want to try and figure them out since childhood. I love, uh, I love murder. You know that. I, I do. This isn't meant to be, this is not a comedic riff. For those of you who have come here for your chuckles and your ha-has, I hate to disappoint you. This is me being honest. I'm fascinated by the world of murder. You love it. Yeah, I love it. I think it's fascinating. Uh, if so you, it wouldn't take a lot for me to so murder. What, what would you do? Would you, would you do a... What would I do to you? I know exactly what I'd do. All right. Walk me through it. Tell me how you'd fillet. Would you fillet me? No, 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 no. This wouldn't be anything like that. It's got to look like an accident. I would want to hit you with my car. But you wouldn't be killed right away. You'd be badly hurt. Then Why do I, take, I, so I have to suffer? Yes. Then I take you up into the woods. <laughs> then we live there for several weeks. <laughs> and we only eat very sugary breakfast cereals. <laughs> and you get sicker and sicker and sicker. Oh, boy. So that kills me. 
No. <laughs> this goes on for a very long time. I see. Yeah. But uh, no, and then uh, eventually I just leave you out for bears, and I put marshmallows up your rectum, and <laughs> the bears attack you and tear you apart. Looking get, for the marshmallow. Looking for the marshmallow treat. Wow. I, I've thought about this a lot. It sounds like it. I Wait, know, I know specifically the, with me? Oh, yeah. You're oh. The, yeah. And then I know where the cabin is, and you're there, and you're oh. not. You're putting up very little objection while this murder is happening. <laughs> you're just going it. with the flow, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying just the description alone. Yes. Yeah, I'm a creep. Uh, I don't know how I became the prop in this. I really don't. Well. It's hurtful. Really. You look very nice. I like how you um, have coordinated everything. I'm You're wearing very... a blue shoe. Yeah. It goes with the blue suit. Yeah. I only had one pair of blue socks since mm -hmm. you brought it up, and they have sharks on them. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know why, I right, can Matt? hear my own heart beating right now. <laughs> That's how much we've lowered the energy in this room. You break the I just, top. Uh, I just heard a cell divide. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Huh? Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I've noticed the socks. Those are very nice. What did you ask me about my sneakers? Uh, they, they look brand new. Are they new? Uh, wow, this is a new low. Uh, <laughs> Yes, I'm going to say these this are is fairly new. new. You're in 30-minute format. You guys are all free flow. Yeah. Right? So I'm just I'm giving you advice on how to do a, a free flow format and not be stuck to that card. You say, are those new shoes? And then from there, you, it bounces to a new topic. I'm trying to help you with your new format. Okay, sorry. I heard laughter, and I thought I was doing the right thing. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Let's, let's go back to your way. <laughs> your way was nice. There might be people trying to read in the back. and. <laughs> Wouldn't want to disturb their concentration. Uh, I'm going to say these are uh, three months old. I do not buy sneakers often. I often wear a shoe. I'm a shoe man. Yeah. I don't often wear sneakers. I wear shoes and boots. What made you do this? I like to, well, once I had children, uh, I, and this is true, I wanted to start dressing more like an adult. And I wanted to start dressing like a child because I think, especially in Los Angeles, uh, men uh, particularly have all become just, we look like we're going to summer camp in 1976. Right. We grown men who are on their way to a funeral uh, <laughs> to pay their last respects are wearing big fluffy sneakers mm -hmm. and shorts and t-shirts that say who farted <laughs> and pinwheel hats. And I wanted to be an adult. So I... Uh, started wearing shoes, and I started wearing uh, a tie to work, and trying to dress it up a little bit. Right. And I thought that I should do that, and I, I felt better about myself since doing it. Today. Uh, yeah. What happened? What's that? Why today with this then? Well, today, and you know, and I felt uh, well. I'm just seeing Pardo, and uh, <laughs> no, no, I, uh, I just this is a Saturday. This yeah. is a day uh, of of rest. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, or is that Sunday? I don't remember. That's the Lord's Day. Is Sunday? Okay, I don't remember. Uh, but I, today was uh, today. I was doing a. Actually, I just came from uh, recording something with Mr. Dana Carvey. Yeah. Very funny. One of the funniest people I've ever met. And uh, I came right from there to here, and uh, I'm casually dressed. This is my casual wear. I see. Yeah. Mm, and how's Dana doing today? Dana's doing very well, thank you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you tell me when you want me to kick this thing back up again, and I, I'll get us there instantly. <laughs> I'm like a Maserati. You just touch that pedal and you're at 180. Here's the beauty of this. You come on this show. Everyone uh -huh. knows who you are. You bust yes. my balls. They laugh. When I return the favor on your show, the audience stares and hates That's not that. true. That is not true. You do quite well on the show. What I are you do. talking about? Got to get back. 
Been a while. I know the new format doesn't allow me or something. Jesus, take it easy. We'll get you on the show. It's been a year, brother. Let's go. Enough of the bullshit. That's the only reason I booked you here, to address this in public. I'm kidding. So this whole thing is not to raise money not for a good cause. Not one goes to these kids. Not one This is all for you to get bookings. That's right. That's, I'm doing the reboot that's of That's a Frasier. new low. That is a new low. Even for you. Also to tell you to stop doing your podcast, because we, we can't take that competition. Yeah. We need you to get out of the podcast. Game. You want me out of the podcast business? Yeah. Yes. We do. Okay. I'll get out if you want. So book you on the I show. Stop doing my podcast. Um, and, put the guitar uh, down. Put the guitar down. There's a lot Any going other on requests? Today. Yeah. yeah. Um, and tell us more about your sneakers. <laughs> yeah. Who's the guest on the podcast this week? Who did? Uh, uh, let's stuff? see. I just did uh, the great Robert Caro. Uh, right. Your hero. I, yeah, he was one of my heroes. Uh, one of my heroes. Of course, I have many. And uh, Lee Major, six million dollar man. Robert Caro, biographer <laughs> of Lyndon Johnson. And then uh, Jimmy Kimmel is going to be on this got, coming week. Got yeah. Jim Kimmel. Yeah. Jay Kimmel. He's a, now, he's a competing talk show host. Was there uh, animosity? Is he no. No, please. We're not in the same. It's Who are you mad at, Corden? No. <laughs> Who are you mad how do you at? Ma- how, do you, how do you get mad at that British teddy bear? Oh. <laughs> Hello, governor. You know, uh, no, I have no problem with him. I think the whole Brexit thing is a mess, but I don't blame Corton. <laughs> I you do. don't think? I really, I put all on him. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I think his, leave, his leaving, down. yeah, his leaving didn't help, but, uh, <laughs> right. but no, I don't, I, I don't think, I think that day, the days of anger in between, there's too many talk shows now. Right. Now, you get me back 10, 15 years, I can tell you some real animosity about different talk show hosts, but those days are over, now there's 700 talk shows, right. they're everywhere, what a waste of time for people to be like, I'll fight you for those eight viewers. I mean, it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem worth it anymore. I'm being honest. I'm being honest. I think, uh, I think that's a good part of my life. There's none of that anymore. Sorry to have a real moment, but uh, do with that what you will. I welcome all the uh, real moments that we could get on here, mm-hmm. so much so that I cross my arms again because I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, what about Busy Phillips? You mad at her a little bit? <laughs> no. Should I be? What did Busy do? Yeah, she's got the masturbating bear on her talk show. <laughs> she does? Yeah, of course. Oh. Uh, check that out. What, now, what, what, what do the O'Briens have planned for the weekend? Yeah, you and the kids and the wife, you guys have any uh, big plans? A motion picture? Possibly That's over. Page? The whole thing is over. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the family's done? You just stepped in it, yeah. Damn it. Yeah, that didn't work. It's oh, yeah, uh, going around. No, uh, I'll be honest with you. My wife is working uh, this weekend. She's writing. There's a writing conference. Uh, she works very hard. Uh, writing uh, for the Legitimate Theater, and uh, she's a very smart woman, and so she's working today, uh, and then tomorrow uh, I will hang out with my kids, right. and we will mess about. We got and Frisbee? Fools. Frisbee? Yeah, you can play Frisbee. What are we, the Kennedys? No, we don't play Frisbee. <laughs> no, we don't play Frisbee. We sit around in a room, and their job is to tell me uh, their favorite clips from Conan. <laughs> That's normal. Yeah. That's normal. That's a normal thing. Of course it is. They make during the week they have to watch old clips from the show and then yeah. they have to tell father or the Latin pater what's their favorite <laughs> clip of the week. Mr. Pater. Pater, yeah. Oh, oh I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a 70s reference. Doing a Gabe Kaplan yeah, reference. Yeah, I getcha. We're not having to do it. I know, yeah. Is that a show you liked growing up? Did you like Welcome Back, Cotter? Uh, I liked it for a second and then uh, started, it started to dawn on me how horrific the whole thing was. <laughs> Our next guest is Mr. Gabe Kaplan. Uh, Is he really coming? No. I'd like to meet him. Turn us down. Is that true? Yeah. Is that true? Really? No. Who turns... (laughs) So a person gasped over here. I know. It is shocking. I'm with you. Who turns this down? Does anyone turn it down? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. 
I've been here pretty regularly, I like to say. I hundred yeah. percent. And when you can't be here, you've always videotaped something. Yes, that's, yes. that's true. Yeah. And so, yet still, I come here and what do I, what do I get? When am I going to be on the show again? <laughs> for humor. What's that? For humor. Oh, is, always, is it really Freud? <laughs> You're mispronouncing friend. <laughs> Nicely done. Thank you. Conan O'Brien, everybody! Hey, Matt, I know you had trouble sleeping the other night, but that may be because of the 12 hours of Parkcast-a-thon that yeah, uh, preceded that. probably. But let me ask you a question. I'm listening. Is it also possible maybe your credit card bills are keeping you up at night? Oh, yeah. I mean, I got a lot on my mind, sure. Like, you, you don't want that kind of thing weighing on you when you're trying to sleep. Maybe it's your interest stressful. rates are in the double digits? Mm, I hope not, but uh, I've been there. Well, if they are, be smart and pay off your credit card balances with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. Lightstream. <laughs> Get a fixed rate as low as 5.95 APR. That's very good. With auto pay, that's a percentage, of course, mm-hmm. you can save thousands of dollars in interest. Get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000. There are no fees, and you can even get your money as soon as the day you apply. That's cool. Look at that. Maybe at 9 o'clock in the morning, you go, you go on the light stream, and then by the uh, end of day, you've got $100,000 in your wallet. And then at night, you sleep like a baby. Oh, like a baby, because I use that $100,000 as a pillow. <laughs> Lightstream is a division of SunTrust Bank, one of the nation's largest financial institutions, so you can have complete peace of mind. Now, listen, Lightstream is fantastic. They are the, uh, the way to go. The best way to do that is if you're looking to save even more money. I'm listening. My listeners is what they write here, and I wish they never didn't write that. Never not funny listeners. That doesn't exclude anyone else. It's their, your know, listeners and everyone else. When I say my else. listeners, it sounds so like I'm a king or something. Look around the room. Whose name is on the show? Part, part, my name. Yeah, so there you go. My, oh, that's my name. Own it. My listeners of the Jimmy Pardo podcast, now, now never way, not if you funny. you say it like that, I feel a little bit uh, hurt. My listeners <laughs> get an additional interest rate. If you are tuning in to listen to Matt, Elliot, or Garen, you will not get a discount. Jeez. <laughs> if you listen, if you tune in for me. By the way, that's not happening, so don't worry about it. I don't know. Some asshole said that Garen should be the new co-host. <laughs> My listeners get an additional. But Fuck. Somebody tweeted out that Garen was very funny and he should be, I should make him the co-host. Hmm. Seems like an attack on my person. That name <laughs> was Garen. Was Garen <laughs> Listeners get an additional interest rate discount. Listeners of Never Not Funny get a, get an additional interest rate discount. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash Pardo. That is L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash Pardo. That's spelled out Lightstream. Lightstream. Subject to credit approval. Don't be idiots. Of course it does. Rate mm-hmm. includes a 0.50% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply. Offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash Pardo for more information. Lightstream. A better way to lower your bills. Our next guest, folks. What a joy. Uh, this person, once again, is another one who's new to the Never Not Funny world, but we are thrilled. Uh, I, I don't I don't throw this around lightly. I say this about Mr. Conan O'Brien. I say it about Richard Lewis. I say it about Paul Reiser. Uh, there are people that just have funny in their bones. One of the funniest people on the planet. Please welcome Paula Poundstone, everybody. <laughs>
you sent me a piece of paper I should have brought up with me about uh, very, very, almost no instructions about how to get here. Uh, it was very sparse. Uh, uh, it was ways. I, it did. I, I, it, no, but then when you get to the parking garage, it didn't say. It didn't say that it was a whole other world. It was. <laughs> it didn't say that no one would look like me. It, uh, I just. It was off the parking garage. It was horrible. But um, it did say, and I. This was never discussed with me when I was invited. And I'm very flattered to be invited. But never even brought up. Uh, it did say on the piece of paper, which I didn't really look at until today, it said, uh, oh, be camera ready because it's for video. And I glanced at myself in the bathroom um, before I came on. And I thought, you know what? Fuck it. I, I, I'm not going to do anything at all. I'm just going to leave it because I want people to see the hell I went through. <laughs> To get here, I feel like I'm on some nature show. <laughs> so my hair, my hair is. Your, a, my, your my hair, hair looks great. Oh, thank Second you. About, what do you mean you didn't do anything? You, you walk around shopping in this costume? <laughs> what do you mean? No, I, no. I, I mean, I got dressed, but I didn't. No, because I wanted to give you the deluxe. But I. Uh, <laughs> and I'm and I'm so sorry to your son for uh, because it, really technically it's my fault that he got he got stuck coming on and then then his father uh, said something about his penis seconds afterwards. <laughs> so when he looks back on this day, yeah. that is really going to be, you know, it's going to be a turning point in his emotional development, <laughs> what just happened here. Yeah. And he's going to think, oh, Paula Poundstone yeah. wasn't <laughs> prompt because she was in that goddamn parking garage. That parking garage is just amazing. I, it says level one and then it says level B. What? <laughs> is that it was it was it was designed um by the the bully brother from home alone <laughs> I, I don't know who designed it I, don't look at me like i'm gonna have an answer yeah, you know that's the thing when i get somewhere i tend to blame other people for the difficulty i had getting there yeah. but i do think that if you're doing a show in a location uh that it's good to tell people in especially in the los angeles area uh, where they might park. That's a good thing it's to bring on, up. It's literally a paragraph. There was no paragraph on mine. Pull out your piece of paper. I don't have... Pull I it out! I just... <laughs> great. You're scaring your son again. I, uh, uh, it no, is a whole paragraph about parking, Paula. No. That's a lot of peas. It's a paragraph about parking. Paragraph Paula, Paula parking. Uh, no, it was... It was. Anyways, it doesn't matter. It's, you, you know, you and I... It does matter. You brought it up. No. Yes, but now I'm ready to move on. You and I... <laughs> You and I uh, yes. also ex experienced uh, a trauma. Oh boy! Uh, just a couple of weeks ago. That's the thing. I mean, my life is full of trauma, and so it it, it braces me for the next trauma. Yeah. <laughs> and so I should have been able to overcome this more quickly, <laughs> uh, because uh, me and Jimmy were stuck in. Uh, uh, O'Hare in yeah. Chicago during a freak snowstorm about three weeks ago. But uh, here's the difference between Jimmy and me. A, he got out. And B, <laughs> uh, I, would, I was coming through. Uh, I had flown into Chicago um, from someplace else uh, in order to be driven to an animal rescue place and pick up a puppy. And then I went back to the airport right away to fly home to Los Angeles. And now I couldn't get home. And I had this puppy. And the puppy is part, um, she's part, uh, well, here's what happened. She, the, there's this, there's a breeder 
yeah. in outside of Chicago that makes uh, what is it golden doodles and I'm so sick of the doodle thing now uh, golden <laughs> doodles for like some veterans organization good good for them terrific um, but here's the thing somebody left a gate open and one of the female uh, uh, golden retrievers got out and got knocked up by a Newfoundland and and it had nine puppies and the breeders didn't want those nine puppies so they gave them to this rescue I went in to get one of one of the puppies so I had in this relatively small bag right yeah, a puppy that was part golden retriever and part Newfoundland <laughs> and now we're stuck we were in O'Hare for almost 24 hours and the puppy was like it was like fucking microwave popcorn <laughs> <laughs> it just kept getting bigger by <laughs> I mean you saw it when it was cute and little but the, yeah. next, day, the next day it was enormous unbelievable yeah and and I couldn't get on you know everything you know there were people who certainly had worse problems than I there were people with their kids I heard people be this was a Sunday I heard people being told they weren't going to get them out of there till Tuesday oh so so we okay we couldn't get on an American flight delayed delayed canceled delayed canceled done so I'm told okay 6 30 in the morning I can get on this United flight well American I'd already made the arrangements about the puppy um, and the and the uh, the rescue person had given me a sleeping pill for the puppy for the flight so the next morning 6 30 a.m flight i stood in line i started at 4 a.m uh standing in line at united right. and uh when it looked like i was going to get on like everything's all good now happy as a clam i gave the puppy the um uh, the sleeping pill now the puppy's out just out and i've totally forgotten about it um because it's just out i mean i saw the bag but i wasn't thinking puppy so i do all this uh, arranging with the, the 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 ticket lady and then i say oh and i have a puppy and she says, how old is it? And I thought she wanted to go like, oh, isn't that cute? So I said, you know, 10 weeks. And she goes, we won't fly a puppy that young. Why? What? Why? I, 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 it's their policy. They brought out the, the supervisor. It was just such shit is what it was. But uh, then I said, well, do you have to have validation of the puppy's age? And she said, no. I said, it's 16 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Still wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't no, buy your ruse. No, no. So, but anyways, the good news is uh, there was another half a sleeping pill there, and I took that. <laughs> <laughs> so you got out that, I that night? Up, I, I was on American, and then I ended up getting on a United flight to Orange County. Oh, you went to Orange County? Yes. See, that's something I couldn't do. Why couldn't you do that? It's Orange County. <laughs> I but wanted you to get were home. willing to you were I, willing otherwise, to I was go told, there. I was told Wednesday. Yeah. So it's either I stay in Chicago till Wednesday, or I I try to get to either San Francisco or Orange County, and Orange County was leaving. Yeah. And so I got oh, on that you plane. You got right on that. Damn right. Yeah. Good and for I, you. And the woman behind the counter saw me in distress. I don't know what I was doing more than anybody else there. Yeah. Gave me a nice aisle seat, very comfortable. Oh, that's. I, mean, I was nice. back in steerage, but well, you know, yeah. do what you can. Yeah. And um, do you let me ask you something? When you fly, do you put your seat back? You know, I used to, and now I kind of don't. I kind of feel bad uh, because I know the person behind me is probably uh, mfing me up and down. I might go back a little bit. <laughs> That's all it goes back, Jimmy. That's all it goes back. Oh, they don't, I don't even know why they make those seats go back. They don't. Wait, they and don't why go they flat? make such a fuss about putting it forward for takeoff and landing? Yeah. It's this much, right? You push the button. Oh, oh boy, there we go. huh? <laughs> yeah. Ow! 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 Ah! <laughs> Heaven, hell, hell, heaven. 
It's so stupid. Right. It's not. It doesn't. It doesn't lead to any kind of comfort. There's no reason. And you know, one time I got on a plane and I had. F- I. I've, I. It was already back and I didn't know it oh, because boy. why would you know it? And I fell asleep before we even took off. And so here's my point: we were able to take off <laughs> with the seat back. Do you I think just you're the reason why that. they had that rule, though? Because you broke it? Now they really... Uh... No, but they're like, put your seat forward for takeoff and landing. My seat was back. We took off. Everything was fine. You know, the nose didn't pull down. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing? Everything no no trouble at all. Everything was fine. You could... And I, so on that flight, the, the flight attendant come up to me. Just She woke me before we landed. She said, you have to put your seat forward for landing. And I said, well, I didn't even realize it was back. I didn't even put it back. I said, it was back then for takeoff, and we are fine. And she goes, you know, it might not be about you, is oh, what Jesus. she said to me. Whoa. I didn't say it, but I thought, well, it might not be, but I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, uh, so, so she says, I, I, I said, I, I said, well, explain to me why, what difference does it make? And here's what she said. She said, in an emergency, if the seats are back, the people uh, in the row behind you might not be able to get out. Yeah, it's all, it, restri- said, really? it restricts their space. It's that fucking far back, and there's someone who can't, like, oh, oh! There's someone who just keeps bumping into that half an inch, like, oh, oh! In the adrenaline pounding of an emergency, really? There's someone who can't figure out, like, whoa, just go around that. Oh, oh! If we if we land someplace, if we you know like a deserted island because it was the best we could do, and we can't get rescue, those are the first people that we will eat. Damn right. <laughs> and we don't have to tie them up or anything. Just They're put just the stuck. seats back. <laughs> 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 You know, I always talk a lot, but I don't always talk this much. I think it was just the stress of that goddamn parking yeah, garage. Okay. <laughs> I'm on level Also, B. I gotta disagree. What's I think that? you do talk this much. Do I always yeah. talk a lot? Yeah, yeah. I do. I'm I still listening to your monologue from O'Hare Airport. I yeah. think that's still going yeah. on. No, we talk. No, I We had I, a nice talk. I, we had a nice talk, and I thought I did a really good job being brief. And maybe it was because you were running down the hall. <laughs> uh, and I was on my way to a, a pet relief station. Yeah. Yeah, which my puppy was too young to know what that and was. And also asleep. She was asleep then, yeah, yeah wasn't What did she? happen with the puppy? I, I want to know how you got Well, that. eventually I ended up on another American flight, and then and they, I, and they were fine. But or did you just not tell them the truth about the age? I just snuck that puppy in. I said okay. it was yeah. a kid, but... <laughs> <laughs> See, and you, this, you stayed little... uh, at the airport overnight, right? I did, yeah. And did you get a chance to fall asleep at all? For about two hours in a chair. And, and you did, oh. and, yeah. and you're not scared that somebody's going to take your uh, belongings? Like puppy? No. No, I wasn't scared. I don't know if I could Are you ever... scared in your, when you're in the airport? That's going to be rough as a comic. Well, at three in the morning, if I have to Because we travel a lot. Again. Yeah, we travel a lot. Do you see what I'm saying? We travel. That's so if you're that afraid in the problem. airport, that's a big part of False your anxiety. False premise. I'm not afraid of the airport. You, he did say it just a minute ago, didn't he? That's not what I said. That's exactly what you said. Sorry, I'm. You're worried about I, theft. You're worried about yeah. being. Uh, I'm worried about at three in the morning if I got to stay over. If, uh, do I do I wrap the handle of my backpack around my right. leg? What yeah. do I do so my belongings don't get taken from me? My only feeling is like if everyone has gone through security and they've bought a plane ticket, I'm a little less worried about. Nobody's that. taking anything. Yeah, because they're all in there already. Well, they actually, this O'Hare during that emergency. 
um, because it was uh, there was air traffic all over the country that was was grounded because of bad weather. It wasn't just so the, there were flights coming in that didn't come in, and therefore you couldn't go out. So it was a bit, it was an emergency all around the country for travel. And O'Hare, in their great response, would not allow anyone on the other side of security inside the airport Wait, oh, uh, overnight. I didn't know that. So they're yeah. all out there waiting by the ticket counters, right? Wow. which is all a tile floor and nothing else. Ugh. Yeah. That's horrible. It was it was a little bit horrible. But I mean, it wasn't as side. bad. You, you know, there were more horrible things, and I'm aware of that. But in the moment... <laughs> Are there? <laughs> I guess yeah, you just go right. home then. You don't stay in the front part of the If you're, if you're there, you go home. Yeah. You're not stupid and waiting. Although, what if you're traveling, Matt? You're coming from a hotel. You gotta go to a hotel. Yeah, well. Yeah. I didn't want to go to a hotel. That's for wusses. You wanted to wait out there at the airport. I took a lot of people's shit off there. The people who didn't tie their backpacks to their feet, I just took it. Smart. Yeah, yeah. I don't get paid all that much for my work, to be honest, and I have almost no health care. So that's the kind of thing that I feel good about doing. You're going to be in great shape. Our president's going to take care of the health care thing, so you're in good shape. So so he says it's going to be the best health care ever. It's going to be the best. Best. Did you Wait. consider, like, getting an eight-hour massage in the terminal? <laughs> no, oh, no, because you have to be inside for that. Oh, you were inside. I was inside briefly, but then... I over, saw you over, inside. I was inside. Yeah, but I... Yes, I was inside for a while. And no, I did not get an eight-hour massage. All right, now there's a lot of holes I in thought you meant overnight. You weren't over, actually at the airport at all, were overnight. you, Overnight. Who did I talk to then? No, I took an Uber back to Orange County. <laughs> You got back do you take me? Uber, by the way? Do you take Uber? I, I take Uber or Lyft, whatever is that. Dude, that's mean? weird. Because for a guy who's afraid of the airport... I'm not afraid of the airport! <laughs> I'm afraid of Uber. I don't like Uber. It's not fair to taxi drivers. Who had been doing a very bad job for many years? That's a fact. Yes, they and were. they did need a kick in the ass. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I, I, that, but but the, there's different regulations, and it's not fair. And, uh, and the, you know, you're getting in the car with God knows who. I agree with that part. Right? But the same with the taxi driver, although he's got a little license. There's a thing right up there. Yeah, there he is. And you compare the face. Sure. I well, say can... to him, that's you, isn't it? And he says, yes. <laughs> so this is cool. Everything's going to be fine because yeah. I recognize you that's from this exactly thing. That's right. I feel safe. But what about on the Uber? You can take a look at that little picture, which is about the size of a pea. Mm-hmm. And you go, oh, that's our fella. Oh, do you do that? I, I don't know. I, I never put... By the way, um, I noticed that you were... You were reading a text during your show. I got a text from a guest. Uh, oh, it was from a guest. That I was not expecting that text to go off, so I was a little rattled by oh, it. Oh, you were rattled, and so you just took the text. I looked at it, and it turns out it was uh, good that I did. Why? What was it? I've just won $1 million. Wow. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, a guest, sadly, is uh, unable to make it. As I said, what happened throughout the night? There was a guest that was unable to make it? Uh, somebody that's uh, due to come up uh, later in the show is not uh, yeah. able to make it. Uh, th- you know why? They're in that fucking parking garage. That's why. <laughs> that god-awful parking garage. Where did you park? Did you park in that parking garage? I'm on uh, 2B. Are you on 2B? <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. yeah. B might be the road. 2 might be the level. What? No. <laughs> R- Rose have A, B, C. No, it on didn't. On level one, two, and three. No, absolutely not. It was level B. I read it carefully. I, w- I wish I had the time to go out there with you and make you look the fool that you are right now. That's what I wish could happen. You have time to take a text. On. Why, they would wait. They were fine while you were texting. They were just like, oh, that's... It's a live show with a text. lot of stuff happening. What is that... Is that something about my mic, that yes, high-pitched it's noise? it's telling you, stop talking for one second. Okay. Um, it's a sensor on it. Is there anything that either of you would like to say right now? 
I do have a terrible problem with talking. I just get wound up. Tell them your, your dog's name. My dog's name is Mo. Named after? Mo Howard. I love it. Uh, it's a girl, um, but she doesn't care. Maureen. Uh, uh, no, actually, you know, my assistant was very, my assistant Wendell was very upset that I named a girl dog after a man. And I, I said, Wendell. well, there is Mo Gaffney, yeah. who was a, a comic and, and was Mo and a girl. And uh, I said, but now you'll always know that she's not named after Mo Gaffney. She's named after Mo Howard. And I know that right now it's eating away at him. And you told me, I have repeated your Mo Howard story. Not mine, Tom Bergeron's story. Oh, well, no, but y y you were the one who told it to me. And I, I yes. say it would happen to somebody else. But I have repeated that Mo Howard story uh, it's so great, several right? times. It's a great story. Very... Would you tell it now? <laughs> well, no, they've heard it 18,000 times. Really? You, yeah. you heard the Mo story already? Yeah, listen how they say yes as if they can't bear to hear it a third time. They heard Jimmy tell it, then they heard Tom Bergeron tell it. No, they heard Bergeron tell it. Oh, did he tell it first? And then they heard me tell it, then I made Bergeron tell it again. <laughs> yeah. So they're, they, they got it. On this event? On this event, yeah. Huh, he was able to make it? Bergeron made it. Who's not able to make it? I can't it? tell you. I, you I don't think that's fair to them. Because it's not fair. Yeah. yeah. Well, I it's, just want to... It's the puppy that you couldn't get out of Chicago. Yeah, the, the puppy was going to have a... Let me ask puppies. you, are you comfortable sharing the story that you told me at the airport? I, let me write it down. Oh, why don't you text it to uh, me? Uh, <laughs> That's such an efficient form of communication. Uh, can you tell that story that you shared with me? The one about how I'm going blind and I can't read? Do I need to whisper it to you? Oh, yeah, well, that's not my story know, either, but, but I will tell you? you. All right, okay, so... Hang on a second. Oliver, this is the one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I told Oliver this. I told Oliver this story, oh. and he laughed as if I was involved in it. So, uh... Yeah, it's not... Yeah, okay, it's... This is a this is a story that circulated around the Boston comics years ago. I can't speak to its validity, but I can just tell you that. Uh, so we're talking about on stage that one. Uh, the uh, I think Johnny Dark story is that. Who oh, it is? the Johnny Dark story. Okay, yeah, yeah. well this one I can validate. It's Johnny Dark, uh, a great comic, uh, and uh, he was opening for Tony Orlando for a while. And uh, Tony Orlando went through a period uh, that was not uh, mentally healthy. And, uh, but he continued to work. And um, I think he had a lot of yes men around him. And uh, so he was, uh, Johnny was opening for him like in Las Vegas or Reno or someplace, in like a casino. And Tony would do this medley of his songs where he would walk around the audience, but he also believed that he could heal people. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where he didn't have anyone really, uh, you know, he had like, um, Rod Rosenstein was uh, his uh, manager, I think. Uh, he didn't have anyone that would say, Tony, you can't heal people. So he's working and, uh, you know, as you know, tie a yellow ribbon. And, and, and he's walking around the audience. He comes to a woman whose hand's kind of messed up and it's like in a, th a sling. And, and he says, uh, you know, what happened to your hand? He like stops the song and he says, what happened to your hand? She goes, oh, Tony, I, you know, I fell and I turned to attendance here. And, uh, I, you know, he says, move that arm. <laughs> and... <laughs> He says, "Why well, I, I can't? I can't, Tony. I can't move the arm because the doctor says, and it's very. I can't. He goes, move that arm, and uh, she, I really can't. And he reaches down and pulls it, and and she's like, ah! And the band starts up and around the old country. <laughs> Somewhere uh, in the country right now, Johnny Dark is telling one of my cat stories. And I'm sure of it. It's Johnny Dark's story. It's not mine. But he told it to me at the round table at the improv 
a thousand years ago, yeah. which, you know, I, I worked at improv for many, many years uh, in Hollywood, and it was really fun. I don't think I ever had a halfway decent set on stage, maybe once. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the joy of that club, and this is a terrible thing to say, but it really is true, the joy of that club was the um, dining room. Yeah. You know, sitting at that round table with all, you know, comics would stop by. I used to sit there with uh, my, my best friend at the time, Joanne Astro, and uh, um, she'd still be my best friend if she'd call me. But, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I, I, I was only home about two nights a week back then because the rest of the time I was, I, I was on the road. And, uh, you know, I'd sit there and all these people that you knew would come by. And I used to order chocolate cake with two wax of ice cream on it every time that I was there. And I don't know how this started, but other comics got to know that I had this ice cream, and the waitress would do this thing of bringing like a bunch of forks. And I, that was weird. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I wouldn't say bring a bunch of forks, but she just would bring them. And people would come by and they go, Oh, could I have a bite of your cake? I go, well, sure, I have a bite of my cake. And then people would come by and they'd say, Have you ordered the cake yet? And <laughs> they were I'd expecting say, you to have the cake yet. for that. Yeah, they're going to have the cake. And then they would come over and have a bite of the cake. And this happened like almost every night that I was there. And then they'd go like, you know, I don't know how you stay so thin having this cake every night. <laughs> like there were nights I never even had the cake. Right. <laughs> uh, but the but the the bonus the bonus of that was that I got to hear the greatest comic stories ever, right. including the Tony Orlando opening, because he had had like for a little while he he retired at one point um, because he had some sort of a breakdown on stage at the South Shore Music Tony Circus. Tony Orlando, yeah, not Tony. Dark. And what happened? What's the other Tony Orlando one? Well, that was just a, this was the this this was a story among the Boston comics at the time was that uh, he was at the South Shore Music Circus. Wait, I don't know if he had a breakdown. That's not fair. He retired that night. He said, "I'm not. I'm, I'm retiring." And uh, women cried. They were like, no, Tony, you don't need, you don't know what you're saying, Tony. <laughs> don't do it, Tony. Knock they, three times. <laughs> By the way, I, I love Tony Orlando. Me too. Uh, and I, 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 well, I had the Tony Orlando and Don album. I got it for Christmas one year. Yeah. Played it over and over again. Yeah, right, you did. It was great stuff. Yeah, yeah. But he did, you know, he didn't heal me. <laughs> he healed your depression the day that you were listening to his nice music. That's true. Yeah, it's yeah. good for you. Good yeah. for you. Good to listen to Tony Orlando from time to time. Very good. He's got very a beautiful good. mustache, had a variety show. Yeah. No evidence that he should have one of those. Yeah. But, but they he gave did. him one. I think back then, you know, they would have these singers that would get variety shows during the summer, like Glenn yeah. Campbell had his. <laughs> Matt and Davis. I didn't realize Mac Davis. Oh, Somebody yeah. over here said, oh, yeah. Do you remember the Mac Davis variety hour or yeah. whatever it was? The Mac Davis show. Did you used to watch it? Yeah. And, and do you, with, like, with your parents or something? With your sister? So th- when he said Mac Davis, did that give you like a little dopamine hit of beautiful family time? <laughs> was it fractious? Were you, uh, did you argue it? Because when I said, was there a dopamine hit of family time, the crowd went dead silent. Yeah. So clearly that's not what you received. Did you remember like the night your parents finally broke up? Was that, <laughs> it was over the Mac Davis entertainment hour? No, it wasn't fractious, it was fun. It was fun? Uh-huh. What, what do you do for a living, ma'am? You're a mom? Boy, that's bringing in the cash. <laughs> I, got, I got three kids. I can't, I can't even find a room to put all the money. Call <laughs> <laughs> the poster, everybody! Hey! Nice.
Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Never Not Funny is on Twitter at Never Not Funny. On Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Never Not Funny. I mention that because uh, Steph, who is amazing, uh, volunteered her time for all 12 hours of Parkathlon and was tweeting and posting on Facebook the whole time. You can go to either of those places and see a lot of great pictures and just see how the night went uh, as it went. And uh, I suggest you do that if you want to catch up on that speaking of well first let me do these dates real quick jimmy's going to be at go bananas in cincinnati ohio the 17th and 18th of may and then acme in minneapolis on the 31st of may and the 1st of june never not funny is in seattle live tomorrow night if you're listening to it when it comes out um or the day that listen that's thursday the 9th of may um we are doing a show in seattle and it's at laughs so go to nevernotfunny.com click our tour link if you want tickets to that show we'd love to see you there for jimmy stuff go to jimmyparter.com click his tour link but uh, I do want to highlight mostly in these plugs the Never Not Funny download package. If you didn't see all of Parkathathon or any of Parkathathon, uh, but you're enjoying these segments we're playing on this episode, you want to hear the whole thing or watch the whole thing, you can do that. Go to nevernotfunny.com. Uh, and there will be a link to get the download package. You can get the whole thing uh, for twenty nine ninety nine. If you don't have an account there, you have to create an account. It's a free account. It's a free account. All you have to do is give an email. And then you're logged in, and uh, you can purchase the whole thing. Just scroll down to find it? <laughs> no. Click the link, and it'll take you right to it. There's a link at the top of the page that says uh, Podcast on 19 or PCAT 19, and it'll take you right to the spot on the premium page where you make the purchase. Uh, I suggest you do that because uh, proceeds do benefit Smile Train. It helps us raise the total amount raised for the year, which is awesome. But in addition, in addition to that, it's a really entertaining show, and you can download it. You can watch it on our site or download it. Uh, audio and video files available, so watch it or listen to it at your leisure. Uh, please do that. I also mentioned before in the beginning of the show, you can get the challenge coin if you donate $69 or more. And there is a donation button on the page there too. If you want to go to smile train and donate to them, that would be awesome. There might even be a couple of auctions still kicking around. So use the auction link for that. But uh, the, the one-stop shop here is never And uh, that'll get you where you need to go. Enjoy. Hey, it's time for spring cleaning, and that means let's take care of those teeth. Yeah. Clean those teeth. I'm taking the kids to the dentist uh, right after this, actually. All right, well, let's, uh, let's move it along then. They're going to recommend a Quip toothbrush. Yeah. Uh, I should tell you I am not the dentist, but I also recommend the Quip toothbrush. <laughs> yeah. Boy, I used mine yesterday, but Daniel has one, Oliver has one, I have one, and somebody put them. I want to, I got I to get to the bottom of this. Somebody put them with all the heads facing straight left. Oh, weird. And it was like, I know I didn't put mine that way. Yeah. So who did that? More importantly, why? It seems like an Oliver thing. But why did I want to know? I wanted to know his mindset. Like Just what made him go mess with you? I don't know. Well, it worked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he knows his dad. Boy, do I like my quip. In fact, my uh, my uh, replacement head mm-hmm. and battery and the uh, the new and improved toothpaste. Yep. I loved the old toothpaste. Mm-hmm. Very excited to hear, the, uh, to hear it. I'm going to hear the toothpaste. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I always put my, my, <laughs> my ear to the tube before I use a new toothpaste. It's like with the way you smell wine before you drink it. You always yeah. listen to toothpaste before you try yeah. it. <laughs> What's that got to say? Yeah. Huh? Flossmore. Yeah. Uh, as one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the ADA, that's the American Dental Association, Quip can help pave the way to a healthier mouth and mind in just two minutes twice a day. Not to mention the brush heads delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule of every three months are just five bucks. Quip provides a friendly reminder to stay committed to your oral health. Now, Matt, I have to tell you this because it's in bold. Okay. The whole family can get refreshed with Quip thanks to the new Kids Quip. 
and Charlie just got it. He got the new kid's quip, and it's great. He's he's always been kind of like a you have to you know really uh, wrestle with him to get him to brush his teeth. But uh, this thing, it's changed everything because you know the, th- the thing about quip is you don't have to. You, he doesn't really have the dexterity to brush his teeth by himself. But this one, it's doing the work for you. So yeah. you just have to move it around gently, move it from side to side, top to bottom, standard brushing style. But so uh, but not as quickly. You know you don't have to you don't have to go. You don't have to rush. Yeah. So it's it's doing the 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 hard work and. Uh, it, I think, I mean, we'll find out today at the dentist, I guess, but uh, I think it's going to make what a huge difference. What is this kid doing? <laughs> uh, it's got the same two-minute timer and guided pulses as the original version. There are no childish gimmicks, just kid-friendly features like a small brush head, watermelon, anti-cavity toothpaste, mm-hmm. and a rubber grip handle in colors the little ones will love. Yeah, he, he the, the the watermelon toothbrush, uh, toothpaste sorry, seems to be a hit. Um, I taste it a little bit it's very tasty <laughs> i'm not going to use it every day but uh but i, I give them credit for uh, coming up with a nice taste and uh yeah the it looks just like all the other ones except with the smaller head that's well right yeah oh, that is not my yawn has nothing <laughs> to do with your story uh we are very tired from percastathon yeah uh i love quip you love quip oliver loves quip danielle loves quip elise loves quip zoe loves quip charlie loves and it charlie now. loves it so yeah. everybody that has quip and then who, who said who was on parkathon was it janet varney uh um, was somebody that that also was like i use quip they were very excited about it it was a lady but i can't remember who yeah anyway yeah. uh maybe it was cc pleasance mm-hmm. uh anyway we love quip uh there's uh here's what you can do Starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash pardo right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. That is the first refill pack for free at getquip.com slash pardo, getquip.com slash pardo, getquip. A better way to brush, baby. Our next guest uh, is a, uh, again, has has turned into a uh, podcast-a-thon regular. He was not at the first couple. Uh, because he always would go out of town because we would do the, we would do this after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think one or two of those he was able to make. But more importantly, he's been able to be here the last couple of years. And he's back here tonight. Uh, he is also recently uh, on Veep. He's got a series regular there. He just uh, popped up on Modern Family. He was terrific on there. Uh, there's not a TV show this guy can't put a lab coat on for. Uh, <laughs> please welcome Andy Daly, everybody. <laughs> I have, I, I was, uh, Sweet Sweet Sugarman told me to, to use this. This is okay. a, a soothing uh, th- uh, th- uh, throat spray. Okay. Oh, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I want you and I. <laughs> no, no, no. No, yeah. I, wouldn't do, I don't want to do that. It's for your vocal cords. My uh, vocal cords are fine. Soothing throat spray. You need this. Uh, I'm doing great. It's a immune support. Uh, yeah. This is uh, to soothe the throat. Is it a steroid? No, it's not a steroid. I thought it was funny when Wayne asked that before. Nobody laughed. Well, I took a steroid earlier. <laughs> oh, okay. I admitted to taking a steroid earlier. Oh, you did? Oh, on the roids. What are you taking steroids for? To get through a 12-hour show. I, I don't care. <laughs> you asked me. I know, but then I realized uh, I here we care. go. So spray this. Here, I'll do it first. You'll do it last. <laughs> I, want you to, I want you to experience how soothing this is. It's very soothing. 
Here we go. Give that a couple squirts. I'm not sure I want to be soothed. I'm trying to stay awake for the next 10 minutes. It's not going to mellow you out. By the way, I was told that at this hour, this was going to be hosted by Tony Orlando. <laughs> I don't know what you're still doing here. All right, spray that in. Why are you, why, why are you so hell-bent on me putting this in my body? I want you to see how soothing that is. This is classic peer pressure. I don't it know. Really right, then don't do it. Then it's, don't do it. Give it back. Thank you. It oh, feels no. bad. I don't want, I'm telling you, I don't want to be soothed. Yeah, I'll try it. I've been talking for 10 hours. Oh. Here we go. Spray that. Just feel the If soothing. he survives. It's the fucking worst, right? <laughs> it's like a pine tree fucked a black hole in my mouth. It's, now, Andy, you gotta try it. You, got, you have to know what you're... This, see? Now that I know it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. It's the... No, just... People know that we're not doing this for comedy, John. <laughs> just so you know this isn't for comedy. You ever, you ever walk into a store by the beach that sells just soap and candles? <laughs> That's kind of what it tastes like. That's terrible. It's the worst, right? Hey, yeah. Jimmy, I have this in case you... Oh, no, I got this. Thank you, though. Okay. But the weird part is, it will your throat will feel great in about five minutes. But uh-huh. I didn't even but, get but to my throat. Initially. It just, it just hit my mouth and yeah. made my mouth feel weird. Mm, mm, mm. Mostly tongue. Uh, but my throat felt fine before, so yeah. th- now what will happen? <laughs> It'll feel even better. This has immune support. Sweet, okay. sweet sugarman. He's not going to stare you wrong. Uh, he knows Ozzy and Paul Stanley. This a, guy knows the note. A doctor recommended that? And <laughs> it's just... doctor by Dr. Joe Sugarman, Beverly Hills, California. Well, actually, I'm glad to hear that because I, I was just told earlier today that I have the measles. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Jesus. Fuck. <laughs> Andy. Yes? Why are we share, sharing spritzes with you? No, the doctor did say don't go out in public, but I had made this commitment. You made the commitment. <laughs> and I didn't want to let Tony Orlando down. <laughs> Tony O is not going to be here. I don't know why you were told Tony O is going to be here. <laughs> I don't know why either. What a shame. He did, his name did come up about seven hours ago. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. All right. Under in what context? Well, uh, Paula Poundstone was kind enough to share some stories that Johnny Dark uh, told her back in the day. Who is Johnny Dark? <laughs> uh, Johnny Dark is a great comic from the seventies uh, or eighties. When early? were the seventies? <laughs> just asking. I'm just going down a rabbit hole. Uh, prior to questions. the eighties. Okay. Got it. All right, does that cover it all? Fine. Now, you remember Tony Orlando? Of course, he had big yeah. hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you name one besides Tyella Ray? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, knock three times. Oh, okay. Knock three times on the ceiling if you want me. Twice on the pipe if the answer is no. Really? That's right. Tony mm. O's had a real good, classy way to go. He did all the planning. Yeah. <laughs> What was up with well, what was up with Dawn? Tony Orlando and Dawn. Well, one is Thelma Hopkins, right? Who then was on Good Times. Uh, and then I don't know who the other uh, young lady was. Are you telling me there were multiple Dawns? I think that they there might have even been a third, like a third Dawn showed up at some point to replace the... Thelma when she went on to bigger, I'll say it, better things. Mm. Weird. I, I think. <laughs> I could be making all of that up. Okay. I just know Tony Orlando was involved. Yeah. I'd like to say this. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed Elliot's song. And all the people that I was watching it with upstairs did not know what it was a parody of. Can you believe that? Wow. Somebody didn't know it was a Hamilton parody they did not in know. 2019? Yeah, there was like three pe- three of you. They're probably still watching now. Cultural <laughs> illiterates. <laughs> did they get the emperor part? They had no idea what was going on. 
I was stunned. Did you did you uh, did you uh, set them right? Yeah, I did. And then they started telling me, ah, oh, we can't afford it. We'll go to an expensive Broadway play. Download the album. It's, the, yeah, it's, yeah. it's on Spotify. Yeah. Anyway, I assume. So there was a bit of a, you know. There was some trouble, some tension backstage. A lot of tension. Yeah. I yeah. tell you, that album gives you everything you need. I, 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 yeah. I'll stand by that. I love the show, but I think you can listen to that album. That's that's the show. It stands on its yes. own. It does stand on its own. Yeah. It's Except a complete you don't get to hear when John Lawrence dies. That's that's weird. It's isn't weird. It's the Why one do thing that? that happens in the play, but not the album. Hang on. Was when it a CD length issue? <laughs> I got it. I got it on vinyl. I don't and think it's on there either. I don't think it is. Yeah. I think you're right about that. I think it might be a CD length issue. And it's the best part. <laughs> you love it when That's Lawrence dies. the best dies. part. Those two seconds when she comes in and goes, John Lawrence died. And he goes, ah, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go back to work. <laughs> He's like, I'm busy. Yeah. Uh, very, is, very cuttable. It shouldn't even be in the show, honestly. <laughs> Probably not. Is this, uh, this uh, hang on. Oh, hang on. I've just got uh, an update. Uh, Thelma Hopkins was on Bosom Buddies and the Nell Carter Show. Wow. Much bigger and much better. Yeah, that's. A, I just got a text from Tony Orlando. <laughs> it started out with, sorry, I'm not going to make it, and I ignored that part. And then uh, I've just got an update on, uh, sorry, she was not on, who was on Good Times then? Is that her sister? Oh, that character was Thelma. <laughs> wow. Wow, could I be more bigoted? Did Tony Orlando yeah. offer to heal your shoulder? <laughs> not yet, but I'm going to go to Branson, and hopefully he will. Yeah. Do you think he's still in Branson, Tony Orlando? Uh, Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Who else will have him? How would he get out? <laughs> have you ever been to Branson? I've never been to Branson. I once saw a wonderful documentary about Branson. I love that documentary. Uh, did you about, really see it? About that family. You couldn't have seen this one. Which one is it? The one this was an unreleasable documentary. <laughs> Which what? one was it? I'm telling you, it was hardcore shit. No, it was about a... Uh, for some reason, it didn't get released. It was about a Johnny Cash impersonator who had a meteoric rise to success in Branson and then crashed. Oh, I don't know if I it was, saw that It was one. good. Wow. It was very interesting. He, he was an excellent Johnny Cash impersonator who just came out of nowhere. And everybody's like, who's this guy? Right. But he was like 50. And so you might have thought to yourself, he might have a tendency to self-destruct. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like, he's just coming out of nowhere at this age yeah. and is this talented. And then, yeah, he did. He, he did. He, he blew he went, it all he up. He went down the wrong path, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did see a documentary about Branson that was about a family or something that tried that had their own theater and they were doing I and maybe I I'm, I'm misremembering but I think it's like they were the talk of the town and then all these famous people came in and then they had to fight to still stay relevant. I think oh, that's what it's yeah. about. But it was really really great. Mm -hmm. It wasn't this sad sack thing you speak of. <laughs> Does Yakov Smirnov still have a theater down there? I don't know if Yakov still does. Yakov's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, he was roommates uh, from what I understand with uh, Tom Wilson. Uh, Tom Wilson and Andrew Dice Clay. When all three of them moved to L.A., they all shared a house together. What? Or an apartment? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Tom Wilson, better known as Biff in Back to the Future. Right. So. And then two guys <laughs> doing those, characters. Imagine those three guys together. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's great. I'd like to talk to him about it one day. Talk to a Yakov Smirnov and see what Dice was like behind the scenes. I want. We got to make that movie. These three guys yeah. living together. Hey, that's not a bad that's idea. A really it is idea. a bad idea. But let's do it anyway. <laughs> Terrible. You've got some clout now because of your Veep appearances. Why don't you and I produce that documentary? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll cash in all my Veep clout chips <laughs> yeah. to do this. Yeah. Hey, you got to be thrilled though that uh, the final season of what may be one of the best shows in the history of television. Yeah. You get to be a part of. Yes. Very exciting. And you're great. Well, thank yeah. you. Great. All right. I love it. Okay.
I love how you started out as just like a bumbling idiot, and then you took a yeah. sinister turn out of nowhere. I know, and you know, I was only hired for one episode. Oh, and, really? you know, and then we were shooting that one episode, and it kind of seemed like my character would be back, but there were, nobody told me that. And then uh, at some point, the showrunner Dave Bandel just came up to me in secret, and he goes, "I have a plan for you to be in a lot more episodes and to do some interesting stuff, but I don't know if it's going to happen." Like, that's how the oh, show... But you kind of don't want to know that, though, right? Yeah, then... I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so week to week, I was like, is it happening? Oh, Andy, what I did, uh, my again, my very uh, flimsy resume, very thin, not flimsy, mm. uh, when I did that 70s you gotta, show... You can print it on any kind of cardstock you want. I sure can. Yeah. <laughs> I did that 70s show, and Topher Grace came up to me after I shot my two scenes. He goes, you know, there's talk of bringing you back, making you a series regular. Yeah. And I was like, oh, gee, well, here we go. Yeah. And then somebody else goes, yeah, Topher's right. They're, you know, they're really loving what you're doing. You're coming back. And and then Howard Hesman renewed his contract, and I was out. <laughs> but it was like, oh, here we go. It's finally. And then. Why so did, I wouldn't want to know that. Why did it come down to whether Hesman was going to renew his contract? Apparently, Hesman was uh, playing games with his contract. And so oh. this episode, like, I think my character was originally supposed to be series regular Howard Hesman. Oh. But then he didn't want to do. He was uh, battling uh, over money. Oh. And, uh, and then so they had me come in to then take over the radio station. And uh, then he decided he wanted to be on the show again. And then, you know, classic one and done. Uh, He's ahead of the class. Ruthless motherfucker. <laughs> Is that what happened? On, that must have been what happened on Head of the Class. He was playing around with his contract. And they called chicken and in comes Billy Connolly. Yeah. Well, I got hurt this time. <laughs> uh, I think it was Howard Hesman. Wasn't he a series regular on there? Or am I, I, I thinking of the that. wrong guy? No idea. Was either him? I, I, at the beginning of that story, I was kind of imagining that Topher Grace just said that to every guest star, <laughs> just to fuck with them. <laughs> like, you know, they're well, talking about making you a regular. So oh cruel. Yeah. It worked. <laughs> but I'm just a waiter in this scene. <laughs> Everybody's loving what you're doing. They're loving it. They're thinking of setting the whole show in a restaurant from now on. <laughs> really? Yes, and it's just going to be really <laughs> mainly about you. <laughs> it's going to be like Alice. <laughs> Like that's the what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they're saying. <laughs> it's not me. Right. That was Topher's last season, too, so I thought he was in the he had the, uh, the inside track. No. Was there talk of you taking over his role? <laughs> that's, maybe that's what he meant. Maybe I misunderstood completely. Yeah. Either way, it didn't happen. No. But it did happen for you on Veep. On Veep. And you were just on Modern Family. You were terrific on there. Thank you. Right? Uh, that, was that more than one episode? That was a, an arc? Uh, you're the principal at the school? I popped up a, few, a handful of times. Oh. I might have been on seven or eight times. Oh, I didn't know you were on that At this point, on Modern Family. Yeah, yeah. I feel like in the old, like, early seasons, weren't you? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what's his name? Jesse Tyler Ferguson told me I've been on more times than any other guest star. But I, I, I mentioned that to... I bragged. I mentioned that to somebody else, and that person was like, that's incorrect. <laughs> Did so. they say who it actually was? No, but uh, no, but somebody else on the show would was just Fred like, well, that's Willard? not true. Would they consider Fred Yeah, Willard? he's been on a bunch. Yeah, but he's kind of a... Or what about um, yeah. uh, the birdcage guy? Oh. <laughs> Nathan uh, Lane? Nathan Lane. Thank I think you. there's a lot of people who have been on a lot more times yeah. than me. Yeah. But that I was nice to hear anyway. To. Yeah, it still feels good, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. But those guys are kind of, they're, they're almost recurring more I, than this, and you're a guest yeah. star coming back. Okay. It's a fine line. <laughs> fine line, huh? You're like, you've done the most you can do without being considered recurring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. What do we think? Do you think Nathan Lane's a good guy? Because I love him. Why and are you I obsessed with that? I, I feel like wanna, you've asked that I, I never want to hear that he's a bad guy. I love him so much. I, I could see him being a little bit of a diva, maybe. I don't know. I'm not. Maybe that's a stereotype that's not fair, but uh, just like he's I been... I think he's a good guy. <laughs> yeah. I just heard a story about him. I'm What'd trying to remember hear? what it was. I think it was something like at some kind of... I forget who told me the story or whether I have, have any right to tell it. But, 
But I think it was something like a some big event, some big show business event was happening, and Nathan Lane was doing something in it, and he had some minor creative issue, and fucking Harvey Weinstein just ripped him a new one in front of a whole lot of people. What? Yeah. And uh, and uh, uh, he handled it well. <laughs> I don't know. That's not much of a story. Cool. <laughs> yeah. But I hear I I think Nathan Lane's a good guy. All right. Um, let's go with that then. I well, like he got Weinstein blackballed from Hollywood, so it worked out. Yeah, yeah exactly. He played that, the long game. That's all mm-hmm. Lane's game. Mm-hmm. I said game only because you just said game. No, you're Lane. Yeah, goddamn right. You're back to O'Brien, huh? <laughs> Oh, boy, I let Conan have it when he was here, Andy. You did? I said you won. You got the talk show. Stop doing podcasts and stop doing stand-up. You won. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be doing this if I had a late-night talk show. Get out of here. <laughs> well, I think you're within your rights now to get a late-night talk show. Yeah. See that? Yeah, he, he didn't seem to uh, bite on that idea. Oh, really? <laughs> that's kind of why I brought it up. I thought he'd go, yeah, you know, take the slot after me. No, didn't happen. Oh. I thought that's why he went to a half hour, to accommodate me. <laughs> <laughs> he was resisting the idea of you being a guest. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> uh, he's a great man. We appreciate his time coming over mm-hmm. here, as we do Andy Dailies. Uh, Andy, what, I, I'm going to ask you the same question I've asked many people, because I'm fascinated by it. What did mm-hmm. the Dailies have planned for a Sunday? Cinco de Mayo. Oh, great question. What are you going to do? Both of my daughters have been invited to birthday parties. Very popular girls. <laughs> and so, uh, That's how you see it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are they two separate birthday two parties? Two separate birthday parties. So you, you, uh, you have to take them one place, the wife has to take them to another? I think so. I okay. don't have total clarity on that. Okay. Now that's one of them is a laser tag party. Oh, that sounds Ooh. fun. And the other one is just a uh, fuck around. That doesn't sound fun. <laughs> talking earlier with our buddy Matt Walsh that there was a time when you had your, your baby and Matt had his baby and I had I and, yeah uh, uh, who's God I'm, I'm, not, I'm pulling it in front of your die who's the kid that, Owen Owen Burke, oh, Owen Burke. Uh, yeah. he had their baby at the same time and we yeah. all went to each other's birthday parties oh yeah and then eventually the kids turned six and they well they got their own friends now and we didn't yeah. have to do I know. that anymore it sucks yeah I kind of miss it yeah and can we tell fun. these kids who their friends are <laughs> Oliver's your friend yeah. I don't want to <laughs> right? play with him now play with I don't him. want Blaze <laughs> Right? Is it with a Z? I, I assume it's with a Z. My son has a friend named Blaze. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you see that? I do. Uh, My daughter said something to me one day. I, I can't remember the third name, but it was crazy. It was something like, Harvest doesn't play with Falcon anymore. <laughs> what the? Yeah, she's like, Harvest doesn't play with Falcon anymore. Harvest only plays with it. And then there was another crazy name. Oh, well. But anyway, oh, Harvest and Falcon are not playing. Oh, they're on the outs, huh? They're on the outs. Harvest and Falcon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, I saw, I met, I, I didn't meet him. The young man there was, uh, was getting yelled at uh, behind the movie theater. Uh, the parent was saying, Falcon, now if you keep it up, we're not going in. And I was like, what the fuck with Falcon? I wonder if it's the same. It's got to be the same. It's got to be more than one Falcon in right? these parts. Yeah, I hope. Because then I made a Christopher Walken reference uh, to Danielle. Cause isn't that the Falcon? Or the, doesn't he do that character on SNL? Oh, yeah. God, I hope. Oh. How's that? How's that water, Wayne? Dear God. <laughs> that, was totally, that was an accident. Sorry oh, well, about that. Of course, Sorry. it was an accident. You wouldn't have done that on purpose. You're not doing foley work. <laughs> From here, it seemed like that was the sound of your neck, Jimmy. <laughs> a little. That's uh, comedians back in vaudeville would do that. Well, I guess not vaudeville, but the, some comics would take a plastic, or oh, plastic cup, and they would go, "Oh, I got a bad," and that was a yeah. bit that they would do. Bring down the house. Oh my God, they'd go crazy, Andy. Sure. That's it. I clo- That's my closer. Do you think you would have and enjoyed then back vaudeville? Back on the bus. Huh? Would I have enjoyed the days of vaudeville? Sure, because you get to steal other people's material. 
<laughs> and nobody cared. Nobody cared. That was the norm. No, you I like that bit. I'm doing it next week at Grossinger's. All right. Let me know how it goes. All right. I mean, right? I'm going to do your thing over there at so and so. Fine. Right? Nobody cared. No. Isn't that strange? I love it. You do? No, of course not. It's I so get, bizarre. I get mad if somebody says I worked the crowd. How fucking dare you? That's my thing. Yeah. Well, apparently, like uh, Abbott and Costello, like who's on first? That had just kind of been around, and they just—I did not know that. Yeah, they modified it a little bit, but it was around. Abbott and Costello modified? <laughs> yeah, the two of them. <laughs> I'd like to think that uh, Costello is just an innocent bystander. I blame Abbott on this. <laughs> this no, like Costello Abbott. was the brains, and Abbott was just the good looks. Yep. Was he handsome? Yeah, Abbott. Yeah. For like a, a, a year and a half. <laughs> He had a good 18 months, yeah, he? had a good 18 months. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> Whoa. Certainly. That was Abbott's big thing. Certainly. Certainly. And he would say it even when it wouldn't matter. He'd go, that's a steak? Certainly. <laughs> go, Is it a good steak? Certainly. Like, Certainly. Yeah. But I, I, Naturally. I, Oliver and I went through a, a Abbott Costello phase where we watched a lot of those. And oh, yeah. Some are terrific and some are uh, like anybody, uh, anything else. Mm-hmm. That was my polite way. I, I was, as a child, would watch anything on television. I loved television. Yeah. And I saw, I, I, they would play an Abbott and Costello movie every day. And I watched them all. And I sat through all the musical numbers. And I just, <laughs> I, I've seen them all. Yeah. And uh, so I know what you mean. There's a wide chasm between the, the good ones and the other ones. Yeah, it's like uh, Laurel and Hardy. Boy, you see a great one. They're terrific. Mm -hmm. You see a bad one. That is death. Yeah. That was. Did you see that movie with the the uh, Stan and Ollie? Did you I see loved it? it. Boy, did I love it too! Yeah, it was great. What a great movie! Mm -hmm. You never saw it, huh, man? I didn't see it. No, got to check it out when it's uh, on demand. You'll never see it. <laughs> you know what? You're right. He's probably right. You probably Come never around. will see that. <laughs> Maybe on a plane. Maybe on a plane. Right, we're going to Seattle this week. Maybe that'll be uh, airing will, on uh, your yes, plane. I'm going to put that. Flying out of Burbank, flying out of L.A. Got to go separate flights in case one of them goes down. Yeah. <laughs> Show's too important. Show's too important. <laughs> Can't risk it. Also, LAX, four minutes from my house, Burbank, four minutes from his house. Wow. None of us willing to take the drive. No. no. That's the perfect plan. Uh, absolutely. We'll meet there. And now you can, make a, you can make a friend. If the two of you are sitting together, you're going to talk to each other the whole time. Now you guys can each make friends oh, on the plane. We don't sit together even when we're on oh, the you same flight. <laughs> no, no, he's way in the back. I'm in front in case the, uh, the plane crashes uh, tail first. <laughs> or if it's like lost, we'll be on different sides of the island and we won't know who the, who the other exists. Yeah, right? He's the smoke monster. <laughs> And you're the polar bear. Remember the polar bear? <laughs> Fuck that show. <laughs> God damn it. Every time it comes up, I get more and more mad. Did anybody have uh, taken down Lost for 10 hours on this fucking... <laughs> like, we had a... I know some fans online had a drinking game or something. Oh, that, did they really? that was not on there. There's no way There's no way Lost was on coming. there. Yeah. Um, Andy, I had a question for you involving that. Do you, are, do you talk to people on the airplane? Uh, no. No. I, I did one time. And how'd it go? Well, this literally happened. All right. Uh, the guy pulled and said to me, uh, I'd like to show you my pride and joy. And I said, No, yeah. he did not. Yeah, he no, fucking did. did. He fucking did. And he took out his wallet and he showed me a picture of the, the cleaning product pride and the cleaning product joy. No. He really did. No. To, a, to an adult. To an adult. And I said to him, I said, oh, like that's like uh, Rupert Pupkin, the king of comedy. And he, it was like... He shut down on you. He shut down. Oh. He started it. <laughs> He's never been called And I wasn't it. even saying it like, hey, asshole. I was just right. saying like, yeah, oh, that's very funny. That's like, you know... I, but I, I, I have seen movies. I recognize... I know what you're doing there. And he was like, oh, fuck it. Wow. This guy's no fun. <laughs> I think you're more fun than he is. I can guarantee that. <laughs> 
that's insane, right? Do they still make Pride? I don't even know what kind I don't of think so. joy you can buy. You can wash sure, your dishes with it. Sure. I don't know what Pride was. What was Pride? Right? Was I don't it a soap know. of some sort? It's no. kind of soap. <laughs> Wait, or was it a was it a deodorant? <laughs> they don't even have the product thing. anymore. He's still trying enough people on the plane. I like to show you my pride and joy. Now, it used to be there was a product called Pride. <laughs> and there's not anymore. See, now. Still joy. You know joy, right? You can use joy. Let's see. These are two cleaning products. Do you have to go like go to the microfiche at the library for that? <laughs> Find an old newspaper. When we land, I'll take you to the public library. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was it all you could do not to punch that guy in the mouth? Well, the great thing was that me just pointing out to him that Shut that joke had yeah. been in a movie just stopped the conversation for the whole rest of the flight. Well, certainly he knew he didn't write it. He bought the car. <laughs> but he's never been called. No one else is... Anyone who... He, most people wouldn't remember that. I guess. Like, that movie wasn't popular. Like, I guess, like, right. He's been getting away with it for a while. Right. But like... Yeah. So what are the chances that anyone else would call? And then even if they did know it, they wouldn't say that because they would just But how do you respond laugh. to that, Matt? You can't... Like, even if you laugh at it, nobody's laughing at You know that. what I would do? I would go... <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I would do. Too. That's ah, right. there they are. Because that does happen. Yeah, people try to be funny at yeah. you, and you're just like, yeah, I just closed some circle. Oh my god! What, what is that one? It was uh, my move goal is achieved. Nice work. You've reached your move goal, James. It's very formal, my watch. <laughs> well, uh, having an active day, I've been sitting for twelve yeah. hours. That you thing is total around. bullshit. You just achieved your move goal. But you've been in that chair for the whole time I've been here. I've moved to 521 of 520 calories, Andy. Hmm. It uh, cannot be true. You can pump, you can pump that up, Jimmy. That's, I, I don't you, you buy can do better it. better than that. What's that? That's the one that you can adjust it. You know. I know what I, again. I know what I'm doing. This is a, a, an iPod. <laughs> I know. I know days I work out. And I know days I don't. I don't need it to tell. I like what the. I'm doing. I like the. Uh, I know you do. <laughs> the game. You got to game it. For me, it's got to be a game to keep me doing it. Oh, yeah. yeah. To keep you exercising? Yeah, or else I just sit in one place all the time, never move. Yeah, but that's fine. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Is that, is that good? You think that's, that's what my doctor said for my measles. <laughs> <laughs> so you came here to sit. <laughs> So uh, take it easy. Are you afraid? Are you are you a guy that's frightened about this measles outbreak? Are you concerned at all? I, I'm I'm pretending it's not existing. Oh, good. That's why I'm living my stupid well, life. Well, I'm a, I guess I'm in that age range where I'm supposed to find out whether I need a booster. Yeah, we need a booster. Well, who's got time for that? I don't have booster time. No, too busy. Right? Mm. I don't even use a booster seat. How you doing? What are the ages for that? Because I don't, I might be too. I don't. I haven't heard something like this. you were born 68 to 81. It's a long range. Oh, well, <laughs> something uh, like that. I wait, what if you're born before that? Not that I am. I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> What if you're born? If you're born before that, the measles don't want you. (laughs) Not interested. Andy Daly, everybody! Listen, that was entertaining. 
Hey, the ticket industry hasn't changed in a long time. There well, are, it's time. Well, there are a bunch of big companies who have been around forever who really don't care about making the experience easier for the customer. Mm, I agree well, with guess that. what, Matt? Yeah, I think I see where this is going. With more than 50,000 five-star reviews in the App Store, SeatGeek is clearly a ticket company that puts the customers first. Yeah. It pulls in millions of tickets from all over the web, rates each deal on a scale of 1 to 10, and displays them on an interactive seat map so it is simple to find what you're looking for. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed so you can shop for tickets with confidence. You've bought tickets with SeatGeek. I've bought tickets yes. with SeatGeek. We've all bought tickets with SeatGeek. It's my first stop whenever I want to get tickets because I love that rating system. I love that they, you can know, okay, this this seat is very expensive, but not a great deal for that price. Like you, maybe you decide, I really want to see this show. I don't care what it costs. I'm gonna, I want a good seat and have. But they say, you know what, this seat is obviously you can tell it's a good seat but it, for for what it is it's overpriced so that maybe gets a c this other one gets an a plus because it's also a very good seat but it's half the price yeah. and so like you, you if you don't know the venue ahead of time that's very helpful you don't have to have some intimate knowledge of of the place you're going to know what a good seat or a bad seat is and that's that's great seat helps guide you to your seat uh i love it everybody loves it best of all my uh, my listeners my listeners oh god Get $10 off their first SeatGeek purchase when you use the promo code PARDO. SeatGeek supports our show, so why don't you go support them? Go to SeatGeek.com. Yeah. Uh, no, you don't do that. You go to uh, you get the app. Yeah, just get the app. Yeah, get the app. You don't go to the website. Go to the app store. It's in, it's in you know, iOS and Android. Yeah. Get uh, SeatGeek. What? Get SeatGeek. Yeah, SeatGeek. You're going to get $10 off your first purchase of concert tickets when you use the promo code PARDO. Ah, there it is. That is my last name. P-A-R-D-O. Not my last name. No, it's my <laughs> listeners. That's right. You get 10 bucks off your first purchase. Go to SeatGeek. SeatGeek! King of the seat. Our next guest. <laughs> I may have... Shut up! <laughs> you shut up! You shut your fucking mouth! Please welcome Jen Kirkman, everybody! <laughs> Am I in Kabbalah now? I don't know what... Yes. Yeah, you and Madonna. Oh, this is uh, so much to say, first of all. All right, well, we go. This is your time. Go. I want to say congratulations on the 91,000. Thank you. Thank you. But I think we can get it to 100,000. How do you yeah. think we do that? What well, are we at? What did, what did we just say? Oh, but 91. don't play any music. You think Elliot we can just get... yelled at me for playing, for trying to play oh, yeah, No, can... this is a funny bit. What's going to happen? <laughs> well, if is we it... play we music, can we can get shut down. You yeah. can shut the stream down. Are you down. fucking kidding me? Well, first no. of all, that language isn't going to help us. <laughs> oh, was I not supposed to swear either? No, we can no, swear. Do fine. whatever you want. Jan, it's just about YouTube. They're that way. Yeah, we... Uh, we what look... if I sing along to it, though, with parody lyrics? If and you, it's just If we can't hear the music, then that's cool. It's just one minute of the song. Okay. I don't know. Elliot... It, it's computerized. The, the computerized print will, if you use a pre-recorded thing, like if if Wayne knows it, you're golden. Uh -oh. Yeah, see if Wayne knows That's it. That's bad. That's bad news right now. <laughs> this is all starting to unravel, he, he Jen. I'm sorry. You might know this. What is it? Pass oh. that around. Oh, hey, yeah, Fetterman. Yeah, yeah, we may know this. I think yeah, they could do this. It's not, okay. I think they could. I, think I, could I need to sing along with it, but I'll, I'll look up the lyrics online. Okay. And sing, no. 
I Who's saying no, Ken? That's okay, Ken. I think we're better off not hearing you for a minute or two. <laughs> this bit is not going to be worth all this, but There's I think no question. that's why that's going to be so great. All right, here we go. I can play Imagine. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I can talk everyone through what I was going to do and read it. Do it as more of a... Um, Spoken word. Spoken word. Yeah. yeah. Jen, let me ask you this. Would roll out the barrel help you at all? <laughs> <laughs> well, always, but that's... That's our good. By the way, I know the steroids are on, and they saved my life when I had vocal issues. It's and crazy, I, right? And I love the sp- It's amazing. I was... You can't play it right now. It's too hard to play. Oh. What are you doing, Mike? I was trying to look it up. He's trying to look it. He's trying to help. No, no worries. All right, just walk us through it, Jen. Well, I was going to come out here, and I was going to... Pl- I'm just trying to make it work so we don't get kicked oh. off the internet. Oh, God, I got it. But th- this is Moonlight Sonata, is it not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no problem. Do you know that I used to play that? Uh, you did? Yeah, by memory. I took lessons growing up. And, my, and whenever I would be practicing, mm-hmm. my mother would get over my shoulder and go, I want you to play this at my funeral. Oh, what the? <laughs> I'm like, I'm 10. Why are we talking about that? <laughs> What, uh, now you use that as your walk-on music for stand-up, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, welcome to my mother's funeral. <laughs> no, she's alive and well. Um, I. You can give that to me if that, uh, you don't want that ribbon anymore. Okay, I was trying to commit. Yeah. Okay, so I was going to come on, and I was going to say, this is how we get to 100,000, okay. is a lot of great entertainers come out and do a song. Mm-hmm. And I wrote a song to the tune of Peace Train by Cat Stevens. Okay. I wrote Smile Train. Let's hear it. And I was going to sing along to it. Okay. And the joke was going to be that I, it's all the same lyrics, except I just say smile train. <laughs> God damn it. But, you know, we'll get shut down, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, YouTube has gotten very strict in the past few years. Well, they haven't with the fucking rapists that they have on their channel. Yeah. Okay, I don't I'm know. sorry I said that. I don't know why you made this a soapbox. I don't you know why should, that had to happen. You should have me earlier when I'm less off the cuff. You're more scripted earlier in the day, are you? <laughs> I'm more like I'm, I work blue at night. Is that right? Because that's for your nightclub experience. You My nightclub work. act, don't uh-huh. come to the late show if you are offended. Oh, boy. Yeah, if you are easily offended. That's you don't want to see, see this gal. <laughs> <laughs> I am telling it like it is all over America. I see. You know. Oh, jeez. Oh. Um, all right, here we go. Oh, so I go, I'm telling it like it is all over America. And you go, how is it? And then I'll answer. I'm telling it like it is all over America. How is it? Not great. (laughs) (laughs) That's like my political stuff. I like it. It offends no one because you don't know who I think isn't doing great. Mm -hmm. Could be Obama. You know, could be him. No, it's not. You know that. I don't. I do know that. Yeah. But just just in case. They gave him a street today. Huh? They gave Obama a street today near my house. They changed Rodeo Drive to Obama Boulevard. They did not. I love that. Yeah, I love it too, but I'm here for the children. <laughs> I it's can't wait to go home and see the new people sign. confuse it with Rodeo Drive. Now they know which right. one. It's over. It's yeah, over. Yeah, finally. It's finally that nightmare's over. Nightmare's over. <laughs> oh, my God. I uh, love it. Yeah. Why did it take so long? Well, because we well, had we to didn't wait have for Obama. Obama. <laughs> yeah. They could have called it Jimmy Carter or whatever. Just to anybody. It's a yeah. African-American neighborhood. Everybody loves Jimmy Carter. <laughs> <laughs> everybody did, though, didn't they? He's a great guy. Yeah, he got the black. No wars. Right? Right. Wasn't he president for like four days? Yeah, no wars. (laughs) Um, Now, can I do the bit? Yeah, do your bit. Now, can I sing it without the music? Absolutely. Oh, well, no one told me that. Yeah, yeah, acapella. Yeah, we all kind of did, but go ahead. I was trying to stop you from playing the song on your phone. Yeah, do you have. I can't walk around. You want a a handheld? Yeah, I do. Oh, boy, this is going to be a full. 
Guys, hey, Garen. We are manifesting right now. Okay. We are, we are manifesting hundred thousand yeah. dollars okay. in the next ten minutes, everybody. Oh wow! <laughs> yes. Hang on. Okay, well, can, I, can I hide under your bell bottoms? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Who are you, Cher? What are you doing with those? I, I came I love here them. to do a performance piece to a '70s song, and I wanted to dress the part. Boy, I love the commitment. I you hear that, uh, future uh, performers? What you do is you, you plan your wardrobe, you get your song ready. Do not talk to the band about what you're doing. Just bring your phone up. Do not ask many of the producers uh, that they told you to talk to if you had any questions. That's Don't a ask point. them anything That's about a good point. your bit. And assume that you can play a song with not yeah. getting the right. This is on you, but go ahead. What if you were to donate all $91,000 to YouTube? <laughs> for the peace, the, peace so train costs ninety-one thousand yeah. dollars, and right. then you have to change it and go. You donated to Peace Train, and everyone's like, "But it, no." Mm. Right. Then we'll talk, and this bit will be over soon. Okay. I can't believe that. <laughs> this is going to get us to a hundred thousand. All right, here and we go. Let's do even it. if it's in two weeks. Is it cool if this. we sit here awkwardly while you do this? <laughs> That's how I want it. Okay. Look what's happening. Look at that. Look what. Okay. See, magic is already happening. <laughs> All right, everybody. Maybe you could clap along whatever rhythm you like. Uh, I wouldn't advise that. I wouldn't. Yeah, give them a start, maybe. Okay. Now, I've been happy lately. Oh, you didn't know an impression was part of it, did you? I did you? not. No, I did not see that. No. Thinking about the good things to come. And I believe it could be something good has begun. Oh, I've been smiling lately. Dreaming about the world as one. How do you clap to me? And I believe it could be someday it's going to come. Because I'm on the edge of darkness. There rides the smile train. Oh, smile train, take this country. Come take me home again. Now I've been smiling lately. Thinking about the good things to come. And I believe it could be something good has begun. Smile train sounding louder. Everyone glad on the smile train. Come on now, smile train. Smile train, hola roller. How does that part go? Wait. <laughs> smile train, holy roller. Everyone jump on the smile train. Get, oh, it's almost not, I'm telling you. Get, get your bags together. Go bring your good friends too. Cause it's getting nearer, it soon will be with you. Now come and join the living, it's not so far from you. And it's getting nearer, soon it will all be true. Oh, smile train sounding louder, everyone glad on the smile train. I love when they, they're confident at that part. <laughs> they're like, yeah. Uh, oh, this part, this is the sad part. Now I've been crying lately, thinking about the world as it is. Why must we go on hating? Why can't we live in bliss? Cause out on the edge of darkness, there rides a smile train. Oh, smile train, take this country. Come take me home again. Smile train, sounding louder. Everyone glad on the smile train. Come on, smile train. Oh, smile train. Oh, smile train. Thank you, everybody. 100,000. 100,000. Just hit a hundred. Okay. I just got the text. You got it? I got the text. Taylor Goldsmith, Ellis Paul, <laughs> Steve, Perry, Steve Perry, Jim Croce, Jim Croce uh, Colin Hay, Colin Hay, Jen, Jen Kirkman. Kirkman. Bring me to tears when they sing. 
beautiful. Now, here's the beauty of that, Jen. The band yeah. gave you so much respect, they were tuning during it. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, oh. she was singing it in a very strange 22-7 time. <laughs> Go home. Everyone tonight, and I want to hear back from you on the Twitters and the Instagrams. When you go home tonight... Listen to that song as you're driving, and you'll see there's no real rhythm to it. Uh, even better, why don't you listen to it before you come in? <laughs> I was. I was. You, you, now, did you listen to that on the drive-in? So you that, bet yeah, I did. Goddamn right. Then I got into all of them, and then I listened to Wild World, and I was like, these lyrics are a little gaslighting. Oh, no. He's telling her, um, hey, it's a wild world. You've always been like a kind of a child, like kind of bad out there. It's like, just let her go and see if she likes it. Well, she's not having a kind of a child. She is a child. Well, I thought it was maybe an ex-girlfriend. And he was like, yeah, oh. Yeah, you don't know, do you? Yeah, because mm. he, he never sings about his daughter because everything is father and son and son and this. And he never goes, my daughter. Then I'd go, oh, I get it. Well, but, father and son's about his father. Oh, got it. Okay, yeah. well, look, I don't know who it's about. I got a weird, violent hippie vibe. I did. I got a weird, like... He's the peaceful, most peaceful man on the planet. Well, He's so... He's got a train to prove it. <laughs> Do you know they banned that song after 9-11? Why would you ban that song? Peace train? Oh, because, and it wasn't well, like, they were mad at Cat Stevens for... Because he became yes, whatever. Yes, they misunderstood But I could see if it, it was like peace plane. It's like, all right, you know what? That didn't work out. <laughs> that wasn't even a planned joke. That was not a planned joke. I just did an OJ Wait. joke. You and I should go on tour together. Oh, my God. You know your 9-11 Jen, chunk. I, I'm, I'm just spitballing. Do you want to sing it again? With <laughs> of course I do. I, that was my, like, why don't you sing Wild World? What? Okay, no. But I, when I am with you guys, I feel like I go back in time to a time of comedy I never got to live. Oh, Do you know is what that I mean? a compliment? Yes, it feels very like Johnny Carson on the... Like, I feel that way when I'm on the show. You're talking. And, um, and I... Yes! I really do. You're so generous to your guests. You really know how to still be funny for yourself and let them be funny, but make fun of them, but we're all in on it. It's not cruel. A very few, I would say almost no other comic knows how to do it. It's very annoying to do other comedians' podcasts. Wow, thank yeah, you. Yeah, you're, wow. you're a... Wow, Jesus Christ. A consummate entertainer. All right. Constant Zimmer. Was it John Ross Bowie? Who was the other one that uh, I forget who the other made one. me feel good about myself for 12 seconds? Who was it? Oh, it was Donnie. Don, Matt Donahue. Oh, right. And now Jen Kirpin. Thanks. Everybody else should take a page out of you guys. <laughs> Right, because there's no amount of that that's enough for you, right? I mean, that's the I bottom line. I think that song "Peace Train" honestly has got me in a good place. I think that so. That song gets me every time. And I, I listen. I've cr- I cry. I sobbed like a child at his concert. It was uh, the most oh. moving show I'd ever been in my entire life. Jesus I know. Christ. I've never seen him. I but when I drive around and listen to him, oh, what's the one that really? Gets me. I mean, does father and son affect you, or do you think you've got to be a father and or a son? I think you have to be a boy with dad issues, because I, yeah. I'm like, oh, and then there's Matthew and son, which sounds just like Matthew a Matthew and son. <laughs> the That's first about cut his father is the deepest well. is a good together. one. Which one is? I can't uh, relate first, to that. First, on the road to find out is so great. Oh my God. He's on the road to find out. Yeah. Cat Where is. do the children play? That's fine. Wait, it's uh, no, little... what do you mean? That's fine. Well, where do the children play? I can't hit the notes. I think it's that kind of like 70s environmentalism where it's like they're making parking lots. Like, yeah, but then they also have a lot of indoor stuff now for kids. So. <laughs> and about the wind? Oh, I, love I the wind. listen to the, the wind. wind is to great. The wind. Too short. It is yeah. too short. And so is the hurt. Too short. Uh, the hurt's a great song. I don't think I know. Play it. a little bit of it. <laughs> oh, that one we can Damn play. Damn it, I thought you were going to fall for it. <laughs> no, I've been. I've been shamed. Been I wish we could do it. Lately. I've been shamed lately. Boy, oh boy, do I love Rich him. is ready. Rich is ready, you guys. We're not oh, supposed to read wow. that, Jen. Jen. 
Jimmy, are you okay? Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy, it's a wild stage. <laughs> you know, there may be ghosts because my cameras have been zooming in and out on their own. So I'm just letting you know. That, did that hit you? Are you all right, Wait, because I have a fucking issue with ghosts following me, and I am not kidding. I've had it my whole life. Are the cameras really being weird? You think I'm, there's a ghost? There's a flapper's ghost? It's a, it's my ghost. I have a ghost that follows me, and when I go places, weird shit happens. And <laughs> Who would have thought that a club named after something from the 1920s would have ghosts? <laughs> How much? The 20. last one went for 180, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right, twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. I'll sign it. Twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Do I hit twenty-five? Do I hit thirty? Forty back there. Do I hear fifty-five? Hold it up so they can see what it is. All three of us will sign it. I'll sign it. Oh, now it's worth eighty. Eighty. Do I hear it? We're up to one hundred dollars. Hundred and twenty from Jeff Howell. Hundred twenty thousand dollars. We are. Oh my God. Jen, the song worked. We're at one twenty. One twenty now. I'll sign it. What? Wait, what? 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 Uh, it just went down. Yeah, yeah. One fifty. Garrett. Garrett's on board. Wayne's gonna sign it. We're up to one. We're at two two hundred dollars over here. Wow. Two hundred on this side. Bunch of rich people here, huh? Well, they care about the children. Hey, I'll throw in this deck of never not funny cards. Players Club. And a Matt Donner uh, soft serve ice cream thing. <laughs> Mud pie, magpie. I wish I had something. No, you don't need anything. You just have your yeah. pizza, Jen. Okay. Um, what are we at? Two hundred. Two hundred. I thought we had two fifty. Two fifty back there. Now two fifty for this. How's that twenty bit going, sir? <laughs> mean he started a revolution I know we you're did. shaming him I'm surprised you would use the phrase starting a revolution considering how uh, it's, uh, it's right. uh, here we go we're at 250 now 260 from Jeff 260 now 260 going once three hundred dollars in the back three hundred three hundred for the number. signed uh, in fact I'll, I'll go this far sir your choice of pictures up here if you don't want this one <laughs> what do you at 300 300 wow. going once. One more time, I will sign it. Garen, no one wants that. That Garen, that got it to 260. 300 going once. 300. 350 Whoa. now. 350 oh, uh, going once. 350 going twice. Come on, it's for that's 360 now. 400 dollars. That's one and a half kids bite fixed, right? Oh, yeah. you gotta have the half kid. 500. <laughs> What are we at? Four, we're at 400? 400. 400 going once. God, if I was doing better in my career, I'd just throw that 500 right now and be a hero, but I, things haven't been going well. <laughs> 400 going twice. Can I so, have the... Shut the fuck up! Can I have some of the money? No, you can't have some of the money. Your career's okay. going fine. Stop off this sad sack bullshit. I had a lot of, no one really showed up in Pittsburgh last week. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, I'm sorry. What, does it mean, what do you mean by nobody? Like uh, 300 people came? No. Oh, I like, went too high? You went, like, 100% too high. I don't even know what that means. So nobody came? No, like, um, not, I mean, it was like, who cares? It's not about me right now and my problems. I need a Sharpie. I uh, will sign this, and uh, here's that deck of cards. Jimmy, I think you forgot to say something. Thank you. Th thank you. You're welcome, children. Well, there's that, but you also never said the Sold. magic word. There you go. I did say it, and then I no, had to I yell at her. Uh, so we're at 400. Going once, going twice. Sold! Thank you. Well, I've been finding and finding and finding And 
need a reel. This Sharpie is not... Uh, that is a marker. Here we go. Uh, we got. With the, thank you, Rich. Rich Tackenberg, everybody. Thank you, Rich. Uh, all right, I'll Should sign I it. I'll pass it down the line. Should hey, I Rich. Go? Rich. Should I go? Uh, stay, no, don't go. Just stay right there. Oh. Uh, Rich, you stay. Wait right there, please. Uh, here, Ellie. Uh, then pass it down. We're going to pass it all the way down, and then Rich, you'll just take it and get out of my hair. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jimmy Garrett. Garrett's already done. You want, you want the that, would, that would be good. <laughs> Can you go with your time being used like this? <laughs> you know, I was going to make a joke about it, but honestly, what? It's great. I don't have to do anything. You know, people on the video, yeah. they can enjoy me eating. And yeah, we during that, there was that exciting bidding going on, and Jen's just eating gummy bears <laughs> watching the whole thing. <laughs> We had a lot of fun with Cat Stevens. I mean, it's really just yeah, just being part of it is something. It's pretty fun. It's amazing. I'm grateful any, anywhere I can Wait, be. Wait, hang on. Sir, you want well, the band? Everybody. Yeah. What does that mean? What, everybody. Uh, everybody that's Hannah. involved right now. Get Hannah. Oh, the booker? Yeah. <laughs> Go get all the people that have been on the show all day, yeah. and then we'll There's get it back There's a poster going up for auction for that, so we cannot do that. Oh, because I was serious, Jimmy. <laughs> Oh, oh, you're doing online? I'm going to do it online, and I'm going to say donate, blah, blah. Okay, Carrie, I'm on the show. We're having so much fun. Oh, my God, talking. You got a good one, right? I don't think she's taking it yet. You won't stop giving her directions. <laughs> no, I'm doing candids. Okay, now we can do the bit where you're like, get out. Right, get out! <laughs> and Kirkman, bye. If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com.